Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash J-R-E-E Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, gang, if you are in Ottawa, be sure to check out our sponsor for this podcast, Ward 14. Ward 14 is Ottawa's first and only consignment bar. That's right. Everything inside the bar is for sale. The bar stools, the bar tops, the board games, the fish. I don't know about the fish, but everything pretty much is for sale in this bar. They have a lovely food menu. They have uh, great specialty drinks. The staff are awesome. Uh, It's a quaint little place. If you're looking for a place to go in Ottawa, it's in the heart of Ottawa's Little Italy. Check them out. Ward 14, 139 Preston, right beside the fire station. Uh, Ward 14, sweet little consignment bar. Check them out if you are in Ottawa. Thanks so much. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Oh, Kamar's animated. Kamar is animated. Fire it up, come along, take a hit from the bomb. All right. Welcome back to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. Uh, I am Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. What up, sluts? And Simon. <laughs> Hello, everybody. And I guess Chico as well, but he's not, hopefully he won't say shit. Woof. Uh, Kamar, how was your week? Oh, unbelievable week, man. Actually, I didn't do shit, but the weather's nice, and uh, I've been looking so forward to this podcast because it was Simon's most requested favorite guest, and I just can't wait to see how deep we go. Awesome. I always thought the weather was good. It snowed in Ottawa yesterday, didn't it? I wasn't here for it. Stick around. Saturday was a bitch. Yesterday was beautiful. You couldn't adjust that mic stand for the 15 minutes before we were doing this? I think I got the faulty one. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Simon, how was your week? My week was really good, Matt. Thank you for asking. I feel like, uh, like Kamar said, this kind of just set itself up for me. When this podcast was over, I I texted you guys and said, I hope there's nobody else this week. And Which they, is a weird thing to wish for. I would net, but I just knew that I had 22 pages of notes from that one podcast and yep. there was just going to be a lot to talk about. And we're going to hit four of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Needless to say, it was a, a slow week <laughs> on the Joe Rogan. If you don't like the MMA podcasts. Yeah. What, what's up? I meant to ask that. What What's up with that? So he does two normal podcasts and then does two MMA podcasts? Well, I think that's just in our mind they're different. Yeah, you're forgetting that he still makes money off an MMA podcast. He still did in his mind four, four podcasts. podcasts. Gotcha. Yeah. Like if we sit down and did, you know, four post shows that were all two hours long, it'd still work for us. And if we had, you know, legit sponsors, it'd it would be still more be work payment. for the listener too. Yeah, it would, yeah. I mean, we don't rate the MMA, so for us, it seemed like a short week, but uh, there were four episodes. Yeah, there's been consistently four every week. It just uses their MMAs. Let me ask you, did you think Immortal Technique was going to be on this week or Everlast? Uh, because of that dinner shot? Yeah. I, did. I, did. I thought that was quite a possibility, and I think he said something like, wait for the conversation. No, he said too, and great show too. That was what Immortal Technique yeah, commented. That we actually were- shows up. If you're just following Joe Rogan, because it shows up just that that was the comment that showed up underneath. That it shows post. up because I think he's the only one that commented that's verified. Gotcha. It, it shows up if, if you're. He verified. may have gone to their show. 
That's what I was saying too. Maybe they went to an o- an Everlast show. Maybe they were all at that. Um, uh, that's a good theory, Kamar. There is more than just the Joe Rogan. We should involve. I get it. It just <laughs> we should involve him in that Lost conversation. Maybe he could explain some uh, endings to us. Did you watch Lost, Kamar? <laughs> no, I no, believe Lost go. is for losers. Oh, perfect. <laughs> well, you're on a I podcast quit, with two fucking losers. Either I quit or fire him. I just want to say a big thank you to all our Patreon subscribers. Keep those donations coming in. Oh, wait, hold on. You uh, just brought up a great point. I want to get this out of the way before we start. Going up May 1st, which I believe is tomorrow. It's tomorrow, May 1st. The day after no, tomorrow? Yeah, it's a Tuesday, Wednesday. Are you sure? Yeah, tomorrow's the 31st or the 30th. Oh, maybe yeah. I got to double check that. <laughs> Thursday. Okay, either way, whenever May 1st is, the moon debate goes up on Patreon and Patreon only. So for the low price of $1, you can get your hands on hands down the worst debate to ever take place. It is certainly worth $1. I don't know if it's worth one penny more than that, but it is certainly worth $1. Yeah, I mean, it's an hour and like 20 minutes. It's uh, it's worth 95 cents for sure. Is it only going to be on the Patreon? It's only on the Patreon. Wow. So if you want to listen wow, to the moon wow. debate, we're unfortunately, risking, risking we it. are putting up a little bit of a paywall. Now, keep in mind, your your donation on Patreon will get you more. We're going to do a lot of Patreon-only stuff. We're going to keep the show free. The show and the post-show, for now, will stay free. The show will always be free. We might move the post-show to the Patreon, too, because we're greedy. But for now, it's just the moon debate and the outtakes to Kamar trying to read Um some stuff now with is it possible for someone <laughs> to do the one-time donation and get the uh moon debate okay well i'm not going to give people loopholes into not giving us money but if you would like to kamar, kamar you could you free. also tell everybody how to stream mma <laughs> events yeah. because uh <coughs> yeah you're really not doing us any favors i just know i had a conversation with someone today who's like i'm listening to the moon debate and i was like i don't think you'll be able to all right well for that person and I can't believe I'm doing this because this is against every business model ever. Don't do it. Don't okay. do it. Just he shouldn't be talking about it and yeah. you shouldn't be answering him. How about this, Kamar? You should tell the person that there's going to be more than the moon debate on the Patreon. So when they when they spend their dollar next month, there'll be something else up there that's worth their dollar. Wow. That's the other thing, too. Hold on just real quick. Uh, when you become a Patreon member, you are going to have say into what we argue about. So we'll do at least one Patreon only debate a month by the sounds of it thank you to uh, ren one kenobi for that suggestion. yeah great idea great idea yeah and so anything you guys want go onto the subreddit and uh if you're a patreon donator um i mean i i guess if anyone has a good idea on the subreddit we'll probably do it anyway is it just me or does subreddit sound dirty yeah it sounds like it's something extra. it's like reddit is dirty and subreddit is like where they're showing the real fucking dirty... The dark web, if you the, will. The octopus porn, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, We're really yeah. showing our age here. <laughs> like 100%. Anyway, that being said, I'm sorry we took so long with that. Uh, the Moon Debate will be available May 1st on Patreon. And uh, there's some other stuff up there, too. And if you are a Patreon subscriber, we will have some fun stuff in the future. Just keep that in mind. That being said, we're going to get into it. Uh, if it's your first time joining us, uh, the three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. And uh, we're going to go over the non-MMA ones. We're going to rate them based on Jamie Vernon's. And then we're going to go over our thoughts and uh, opinions, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Let's rate the week. We only had two. Hancock and Be Real. So we know Simon's Simon's rating is going to be on the high end. So let's start with Simon. Oh, 
It's, it's not how we usually do it. That's but, all right. All right. Dude, I'm, I am going hand. to uh, give it a 4.85. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Graham Hancock cares all week. I'll give it a four. Um, I'll give it a four. I'll give it a four. Yeah, I'll give it a four. It was a great week. It was a great week. It was. I didn't listen to the MMAs. I normally do, but I was just busy this week, and I listened to some other podcasts too. So that Sam Harris uh, Facebook one is worth listening Did to. Did you listen sure. to the one about the Muslims? What Sam Harris's? Why they hate us? No. Oh God. Tough. <coughs> so, well, though, just the way he he so dry and puts it, it's like uh, it's do or die. It's us or the, them. You know what I mean? Like yeah, a, I mean he's also he a, it, a so. staunch atheist. It's and, a wee bit staunch. Yeah. Anyway, we will get into it. Um, we all rated the week, so let's uh, start. Hancock. What's so funny, Simon? You said it's a wee bit staunch. <laughs> um, that is so senseless. Anarchist. Junkie. So- <laughs> These are words I'm using to describe It's a Hancock. wee bit staunch. Yeah. Because he's not a scientist. Yes, he is. It, Who? Is he? Sam Harris? No, 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 no. No, we're talking, we're talking about we Sam Harris. Graham yeah. Hancock. Oh. No, now, now we're going to talk about Graham Hancock. All right, what number is it? Number Simon? 1284. 1284, doctor, Graham Hancock. According to Kamar, Graham Hancock. No, he, a, he is not a doctor. He's nothing. He is a journalist. He's a writer. He is a journalist, yeah. He's like Gary. No, Gary is a doctor. He's a scientist. Yeah, Gary was a doctor. He had, he had, it like was Dr. Gary Tobes. Doctorates so he's more credible than Graham Hancock. Well, I mean, it, do you believe every scientist out there? I don't believe any they, of them now. They have scientists who are saying the earth is flat. Man, no, we're really getting into this no, quickly. No, 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 that that exists. They, you tell me. They Kamar. take away your science credentials if you say that. No, for sure, because in their documentaries, they are always parading around scientists, and I'm using that in in real air super quotes, quotes here. Yeah. No, I I just thought it was interesting. Like, who is Graham Hancock? Like, he blew my mind. Well, this here, this is what I'm going to tell you. Okay. Um, right now, he's a guy who's written some really interesting books. Some of his ideas have been proven true. Some have yet to be proven true. We won't be alive to see it, but all the books he's written one day will be very important. Him, you don't know that for sure. You don't know that for him, sure. Put it out there. Simon, him, no, you're just no, throwing I, your bias I'm, out there. I'm giving my opinion. You're Sorry. Allowed, you're I, allowed, I, no, not, you didn't say that like it was opinion. You said that as a matter like of fact. fact. Yeah. Everything I'm going to say today is going to be my opinion. I think. But you're going to say it as a matter of fact. No, I, I, I just think that we'll be looking back, maybe even in our lifetime, we'll be looking back at some of his books as, um, you know, those undiscovered uh, genius guys. Because he... Can I disagree with you for just one reason? I mean, re- please. <coughs> I just, I think Graham Hancock would disagree with you. Maybe. Only because like... Any humble person would. Well, okay, there's that. But I also, I think he realizes that his, all his theories are fallible, but also that all the theories before his were so wrong that... <coughs> his might be more right but someone could come along 20 years after and totally what i'm saying is i think that as we come to discover more and more of these um sites and information that has been lost for so long we're gonna see that his theory of an ancient civilization one that was around before the great flood and Can I survived you for a after just one second. Survived after that and went along to um, to 
give their information to many different cultures. I think that's how he's going to be proven right. I would argue, uh, I mean, based on listening to him, ancient civilizations, not just one. Possibly. He definitely... It has to be. I think he definitely uh, put an end to Atlantis, though, from listening to him talk. Like, he, there's no way that's possible. I don't know. I think he opened no, the door. He said I, they, they, I th- I they're think, not spending enough money going underwater. He yeah, said, no. no. What he was saying was like water would wipe away any fucking. There oh, would be no of, of finding remnants Atlantis. of any city. That's well, it. Except you that they have found cities just off the coast. I mean, he wrote a whole book on just underwater temples. So there are they are finding some. Whether or not they're older than thirteen thousand years, I can't tell you. So. They're thinking Atlantis was probably, if it was around, was around some time before that 12,000-year mark and would have disappeared when, you know, 12,800 years ago or whatever. And the particular book that Graham Hancock... So probably like uh, 6,000 years before the Egyptians, not even according to them, because they think the Egyptians were like 2,000 years ago. All these numbers are fumbled now. That's the the first thing. Well, they are, for sure. He came specifically on a book on the ancient civilizations or stuff in just America. Of North America, yeah. Uh, Not North America. uh, Just United States. All America. No, no, because a lot of it has to do with the Amazon. My bad, my bad. Yeah, so it's... um, I'm actually listening to the book right now. Which you got based on him being on the show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Advertising yeah. does work. Well, I had a whole bunch of credits for... Uh... I bet you did. All right. Well, let's rate the episode and move on. All right. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Be Real. <laughs> yeah. So no. he's doing a bunch of speaking engagements. Are you yeah, I was going to ask, are you going to go to Montreal? No, I think the Montreal one is actually next week. The, this coming weekend. And Matthew and I are going to the oh, yeah, UFC. That's right. Oh, next Friday. What about Toronto? Did That's you look at Saturday, it? Toronto? I think. Saturday, it's Saturday, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I want to drive uh, quite that far to see him, frankly. And you know what? This is not the first time the UFC's been in Ottawa. In fact, I don't even think this is the first time Donald Cerrone's fought in Ottawa. Well, there you go. I watched a video of him talking about how he built his... he When he built his ranch, he built a sauna and he based it off of the Nordique spa. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Crazy. He's like, I was in Ottawa and I went up to the spa. They have this Nordic spa... And he's like, it was beautiful. And then I, and then he showed like he, anyway. I was, Have I you guys gone to a fight before? Never. No. Oh, very yeah. exciting. Your yeah. first time. Yeah. yeah. And we're in a box. And we're going to fucking fight I'm someone. I'm sure you're going to see some guys who want to fight you. For sure. Yeah, I don't want to fight anybody. No, I don't think yeah. you do. I'm going to be sober. So. Are you guys going to wear your affliction shirts? <laughs> yeah. Break out your Ed Hardy gear? Well, I have no fear shirt from like 1990. So no, no, fuck with that. I have a fake barbar tattoo I'm going to put around my stomach because it's the size of someone's bicep. Okay. Anyway, let's get on a Graham Big Hancock. deal. You guys are going to fight. Who cares? Yeah, let's so, talk about Graham Hancock. So, yeah. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. Back to what I was saying about him maybe being proven right someday. Look, the guy um, always said that they were wrong about the time frames. <laughs> You know, then they find Gobekli Tepe. I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying he Which, hasn't been right about some stuff. I just think to, to blanket say that in 50, 100 years, his stuff will be looked upon as like gospel, I think is putting the carriage before the horse. Is that well, okay. The let's, horse, the buggy before that? Fine. Potentially. Let's look at it this way, though. Okay. Um, I think he's doing a good job of changing the way we look at the history of human civilization. And even if... Even if he's just here to put a crack in the foundation and say we're looking at this all wrong, that's enough for me. It's such a crack, though. 
I, that, but that's what I'm saying. Hold on, I, Simon. The implications I'm, of it, Simon. I'm saying to you, if this guy's sitting there saying these guys are all wrong, even if he's not right about ninety percent of his theories, the fact that he has done some work in proving that they've been wrong is all we need, because then it opens the door for people to do real work, whether it's whether it's him or a real a real archaeologist. Okay. Yeah, and I, I just. Yes, maybe. I think that the idea of a real archaeologist, I think, is just... Yeah, but you're saying that because he said that. Yeah, no, I mean, because what he says totally makes sense, you know? There has to be confirmation bias to these guys, too, you know? Of, well, you know looking, there is. Look at, the, look at the Egyptian guys. So there has to be some sort of thing where all those guys die off. And so the a new, new generation, blood, yeah. like, because it's, it's like everything we know is... Well, look, Fugazi. I'll give you a really interesting example. Um, on that ancient alien show, there's they're always going to the pyramids, but they can never really get like in because the guy who runs the pyramids thinks that they're fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? So he doesn't want to give them access to places they want to go. On like episode season twelve of Ancient Aliens, there's a younger guy who's the nephew of the. Uh, the leader of the historians in Egypt and he takes them all around. I'm just showing you like already you can see things are changing just in that guy probably doesn't believe in aliens, but he probably doesn't want to close his mind to ideas. You know, it just seems like so important. More important than anything else. In the I world. agree. I agree. Well, Which you know, you agree. Look, it I goes disagree. back to the whole ocean thing, right? Like when you hear him talking about it. I didn't say that. Well, I disagree for many reasons. Okay, let's say let's say we find out that he's right. There, let's say there was. Let's say we were living just as we are now, fifty thousand years ago, and a comet came and wiped it all out, and there was an ice age, and then there was dinosaurs, and then we did it all again. It all literally somehow, maybe not even somehow, maybe the right bacteria stuck around because it can survive that, and that bacteria is life forming bacteria. You know what I mean? And from that, bada boom, bada bing, thousands of years later, here we are. I think I stand by my point that it doesn't matter. But that's not what he's saying, right? He's not saying that a whole... I know he's not saying that. I'm I'm giving you... My, I'm saying... Whether say, we know the history or not know the history... Let's say if, Simon. What I'm saying is, let's say we go into Arizona and they dig deeper than they ever have and they find a fucking skyscraper. Like I'm saying, 600 meters under the ground, they find a legitimate, made-out-of-steel skyscraper with a weird date on it that makes no... You know what I mean? And then we... And we find out that we're doing it all again. I'm uh, saying to you, what does that... Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you okay. what it makes a difference. Well, one is I don't think you're going to find a skyscraper. I think you're going to find an equally high-level technology civilization, but that is doing it totally different than we are. And I think that's the important part, is that we find out the way that they were doing it. But okay. Because maybe that's a way better way than we were doing. But here's where I'll I push stand. Back there. Here's where I stand, and I'm going to push back heavy. Is just that I don't think we're ever going to find what you were talking about. We're not going to find enough evidence. And if we do, they were an advanced civilization so different from us that I don't think we're ever going to be able to truly decipher what they were up to, what they were doing. Like even the stuff he's found, like that that S mound, the snake mound, whatever in Ohio, that like lines up with the light, like. Well, this is the really interesting part about all of that is so like Snake Mound or even uh, the Sphinx. 
like I just found this out. The Sphinx was actually different. Uh, well, no, no, it, it was, but in its first form, before it was ever anything was ever carved onto it, it was a giant monolith stone that stood in the middle of the desert. And it lined up perfectly with whatever star that is, or Orion star, or whatever. I don't remember which one. I think uh, it must be uh, Leo. It lines up directly with Leo or something. Anyways, point is, these people, whoever was alive back then, was walking around. They saw this giant stone in the middle of the desert or the jungle or whatever it was back then. They would have said to themselves, that's a cool stone. Then they would have seen that it lined up perfectly with something that they could see in the sky and they would have built their pyramid or whatever it was, Sphinx, around that stone. Do you see what I'm saying? No, my only thing is I yeah, feel I, like if a, there's a stone in the middle of a desert, at any point I can line it up with a star and say, hey, look, it's lined no, up. No, I don't think it works like <laughs> and that. And I feel the Simon, same way what you're forgetting. What you're forgetting is most like of it that. lines up during the solstice, one or the other solstice. Yes, yeah, no, exactly. No, but that's but a big not point. The, not the so Sphinx. The Sphinx lines up with a certain star on or constellation. Like, but that's, no, that's just man, one thing. no. But, I want to But I just go, what? But Simon, argue the no. Because what Kamar is saying is right. If you, you just change your angle, you can line whatever stone up to whatever you want. No, Unless if it's you're a, standing directly behind the Sphinx, let's say, you're, yeah, well, no, the, the, and you're looking over its head, mm-hmm. you, you can't line that up anywhere you want. It has a, a specific point. It's but you realize to. that constellations I change suppose. in the sky, right? I do. I do. So then it has to be a certain time of the year that they're lining it up to that's, something. That's correct. So a so broken I rest- clock is right twice a day okay i mean fine i guess you can look at it that way <laughs> i want to believe listen it. and again with a lot of these stones too they're lining two stones up together and then it points to a certain place right so again you can't just adjust your eyes but here's I feel, sorry no no go ahead i, I find I just the way he implies the technology and the science they would have to have to do this might not be that crazy like th- that wasn't when he was saying that I was like, well, that doesn't send me anything that they lined this thing up with the sun of the equinox. Like could be a couple of years of just saying this is what happens. Yeah. I mean, do you know what I mean though? Uh, oh, I totally do. But that's, he's like, this is sophistication. That's, that's one of my huge problems okay. With, okay, right on. with some of this is that it still doesn't explain. You want to see circuit boards or something? Well, really no, it, it doesn't have to be. So no, it, that, no, no. I, I mean, it doesn't even explain how they built things. But do you not want to, like, the why? That's the biggest mystery. For me, what bothers me is what should bother you, the why. The why what? Why is this what important to why know what Why any of it? So, like, okay, let's say, why stop, stop, it? stop, hold on. Let's say I, we, me and you were walking through the desert, and we realized, holy fuck, this thing lines up perfectly with that star, and we decide we're going to build a monument. Why? According to him, one of the possibilities could all revolve around death and what happens when you die. But I think and, my- and they're doing all of this because it's some way to get your soul to where it needs to get to. Once these are these civilizations. That's belief was that's what devoting the energy to do. It. Hancock, I think believes. Well, this is the weird thing about Hancock. all of these. So sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, I, at the end of it all, I think his big point or what he was trying to get at was that we're not as connected to the cosmos as we should be and that it's that it that all the answers are almost up there as opposed to down here. Well, yeah, I, I, is that I, am I wrong? Well, I, that was I the think, takeaway I, I got think at the what end. he is saying is that 
when you look at like some of these um, mound things that they're finding in the Amazon and in the U.S., and then in Egypt, and they all share these same, and also in like Babylonia or wherever that is now, but they all share these same geometric patterns. And a lot of it has to do with, like I said, this death thing. So he was saying maybe it had to do with like the ayahuasca they were taking or the DMT or whatever it was. And they were associating this um, other realm that's his biggest thing is that they figured out how to do ayahuasca. Well, listen, come on. That is fucking, that is high, high science what they did. It's not just by or accident. No, man. Why? Why on earth would it be trial and error? Because that's how humans have done everything forever. And they had nothing better to do. They're, it's just so random. It's so fucking but hold random. On. If I also, right wait, 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 wait. It. I also want to say it could be dumb luck with trial and error. It could just be the second guy did this the right thing. But wait, Simon. It could be. I also, I would tend to agree with you. But if Hancock's saying there was numbers upwards of what they were, then why not trial and error? They had enough people that trial it, and error it, works. It absolutely could be trial and error. And that is a super easy answer to just say, yeah, I mean, look, there were 20,000 people who lived in these cities. I it mean, was more like 50, we'll, they were saying. We'll get to that. But um, I, yeah, I just, I just think that's like, you know. But hold on. I, I think we're forgetting too that sometimes the easy answer is the answer. Like it, it's, wasn't that Occam's razor? Isn't that the fucking... No, I'm getting that yeah. wrong. It's the other. Yeah. Oh, no, is that? No, yeah. I, that's right. I don't think it is it Occam's right. Yeah, whatever. The easiest answer is usually the right one. Yeah. I, now, I'm not saying that's necessarily it, but the trial and error thing works out the best to me. I And we're forgetting, too, that it doesn't have to be in 50 years. Like, they could have figured it out over 300 years, right? Like, they could have killed. Trial and error works the best for you better than they were smart enough to be able to, I don't know. Well, I, he says they work say it the, out, or the they jungle got, told them. Or they got it the from, from some history, right? Like the same way we read the Bible or whatever. Okay, but... Are these the high Simon, side? Simon, don't stop, I don't stop, know. stop. You can't say they got it from history <clears throat> because someone then got it from somewhere. So if they read it from somewhere, the person before them did it through trial and error. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, maybe not. Okay, but we're asking you for an uh, an answer here or a, a thesis of, of theory and you're just you're throwing out lost type shit like, well, maybe it's this. Well, I, I'm just saying if it, it's, it could be it could be an ancient civilization that, yeah, okay, maybe over a really long time worked all these things out through trial and error. I guess that's possible. I mean, again, we're we're talking hundreds of years, right? Like if it's a civilization that's I think you're probably talking even longer than hundreds of years. Maybe we are, but I think in hundreds of years with nothing much else to do other than... Are you? Like, I have it written down in here how many species of plants there are in the Amazon jungle. Mm-hmm. The fact that you would get the two that have nothing to do with wow. each other... Maybe there's others Perfectly right. Well, and yet they don't know them. But Simon, none of us well, are... This, science- all, this is all new. Though, Hold on. Right? I mean, none of to us... Our is- knowledge of ayahuasca, what, 10 years, 50... I didn't know what ayahuasca was before I had an iPhone. No, not, I mean, we've known about ayahuasca for a lot longer than 15 years. None of us are scientists I've never heard or, of or biologists, but no. I will say this. There's a chance that in nature, Simon, those two things work so well together because maybe they grow close closely together. Maybe they 
you know what I'm getting at? Like they're, they could have just been that close together in the forest that trial and error wasn't, it wasn't like one's in the North end of the Amazon, the other's in the South and it's going to take them a lot of travel and trade to get them together. It might've just been, Hey, this plant's growing right beside that one. Their colors kind of go. That, that is possible. I mean, I'd love to see you try and explain away some of the, they don't talk about it in this episode, but just to try and explain away some of like the precision cuts in the stone. Okay. The the most logical answer is that they did it with a chisel. Like, no man, sometimes it's just, you know, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't okay, make but, sense how they would have put these two exact. But here's my problem. Here's my to problem. Get this fucking amazing reaction. My problem with people like you is that you don't offer any alternative theory. You just go, I don't like this one. It doesn't work for me. And then you just wa- and then you just wipe your hands of it. No, I mean I have theories. I just he they're, suggested they're, they do it with their mind. It, yeah, I, I know. I know what he suggested that we were able to do really crazy things back then. Maybe, or maybe there were aliens. Like seriously, for a second, that is a possibility. Like How did I as know much this was going as back anything else. No, Graham because, Hancock didn't mention aliens. Yeah, and I wish once. Joe had fucking asked him about yeah, it. Yeah, I wonder why because he doesn't want to mention. He, aliens. Of course not. He does not want to talk about it. He's been on Ancient Aliens. Be- just so you know, because that you think that would discredit him. Yes, with- I think it discredits what he's trying to do. But I think he would. I, I imagine, I imagine that if you sit down and talk to him about some of the fucking mysteries out there, he would have to say he just has no explanation. It could be anything. It, maybe we had lasers back then. Maybe Matt's right. Maybe there was a fucking like, except then why were they building those structures and not... But we don't know. Maybe they were more ecologically smart than we were. Do you know what I mean? Maybe they really had it figured out to where it was like, we're going to live in in fucking straw huts because we will destroy the earth. Right. You have to live in more harmony. Maybe. Maybe that's exactly the point. But but then they weren't us. They weren't making skyscrapers. So they were an ancient civilization. And what you said is exactly what um, Hancock is contending. That they were an ancient civilization that were very advanced that lived before the flood. But okay, my problem, I guess, that I'm having is if you look at us now as an advanced civilization, let's take skyscrapers out of it, put us in shit huts. I don't care. The stuff we've done scientifically, you need certain technologies, you need like power, for example, electricity. These are things that that work in a certain way. that we know they kind of have to work this way, right? So, I think you're talking about laws of physics. No, like, I, I don't, I don't think that is. I know exactly what, what you're I'm saying, saying, Simon. Is without electricity, that's the big one. Without electricity, I don't think they can do most of what you're attesting. T- so you can't be that advanced without electricity. Again, I guess is where I'm starting. Again, I just that's what we think. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know, Matt. Maybe but it I'm, is. Maybe it isn't. Again, maybe they live so differently from us. I get it. Then. I understand what you're saying, and I'm with you. But I'm also I'm exp- I'm trying to get some answers out of you as opposed to just more wild theories. Like how do so if it's not trial and error, how do they figure out the DMT and ayahuasca go together f- so well? I don't fucking know, man. Because they don't have test tubes. They don't have electricity. They don't have. I don't know. I, but I, this is why this is I the fucking worst. I haven't studied this. No, but I, I don't know how they would have done that. It's a mystery. Well, they didn't have it plastic. It is a goddamn you know mystery. Well, we know they didn't have plastic because that, that should... Actually, no. Because they must have been smart enough to not create plastic. 
Paper bags only. Right? Like, what a fucking... How is plastic? It has done nothing but hurt us. No, but that's because when we... Hold on. Oil. When we created plastic, I don't think we knew that it had a half-life of or that, forever. That was the selling point mm. of it. Right. It lasted forever. I think they built the Titanic. No, you're probably right. Actually, Kamara's probably right. They were probably like, this stuff will last forever. Not thinking like, oh, wait, forever means that people are going to just throw this out. No more fish. Yeah, and it's going to end up in the fucking ocean. That's Listen, probably a better point. We know just we know for a fact that um, <laughs> that they've gotten so much of what they've told us wrong about the history of man. Okay, hold on, but that's been that's part of us advancing is figuring out that we got it wrong at first, right? We all like you get that, like Victorian medicine. But a lot of it is just by finding older stuff like it has nothing to do with it no i get it but what i'm saying is we find stuff that leads us to believe i don't think it's people just throwing shots in the dark like you are right now i think it's someone finds an artifact and they kind of work out like well we think we oh, can yeah. date it back to this well i meant to tell you just so you know in egypt oh my god yeah in egypt they think that well they for sure have found that battery where they know that they created a battery sure and they have these, um, um, what do you call it when they write on the wall? Hieroglyphs okay. of this light bulb thing that they think they, they might have had electricity back in ancient Egypt. I'm just throwing that out there. Not the same thing we have right now, but some variation of it. Sure. Just uh, anything is fucking possible, man. Anything's possible. And like I was saying, we know that they've gotten so much wrong it, it is not at all beyond reason to think that they have gotten a lot of it wrong. But there's still a lot of pushback because it's but, their livelihood. So I guess my question to you is then, if, if all these guys have gotten it all wrong, this guy is the one who's gotten it all right, is your contention. No, not just him. But like you said, the fact that he's even raising questions, whether it be these questions or other questions, I mean, forget forget anything he's saying. Just think about Clovis, right? That's um, when they thought the first Americans, the first uh, humans were in America. That was the Clovis first. That was like what they called it. I think it dated back to like 10,000 years ago. Now they're dating back humans in America to like, 50,000, 100,000, 250,000 years ago. Like that was the line they took. It's like in Egypt. These are the lines they take. These old men make their fucking livings off it. And we will not get a change until they are gone. That's my own. That was my only concern. And even when, even when they find the proof, like in the fucking earth to show them that they're wrong, they're still fight back. So that's why I say we'll never know whether he is proved right, because it'll take, even if they find the proof, there'll still be 20 years of fight back against it anyways. Hold on. You contest that we're going to live to like 150, 160, but you don't think you're that right. We're gonna- Maybe we will see it. You know, you know what? You're right. Maybe we will see it. I wasn't taking that into account. If we live the normal amount of time to like 70 years old, we probably don't, you know, we'll see a lot more. Look, let's just take the Amazon. Okay. We wouldn't be finding it. They're finding these. So that's what this, his book, America America's. forgotten is all about. They're finding these, I know stuff in the Amazon yeah. mound structures in the Amazon. So they're ditches and mounds. And instead of actually building pyramids 
they're finding them all over the rainforest because they're cutting down the rainforest. We would never find them otherwise because nature has simply covered these things up. Same with like the ice in the Arctic. Like God knows what they're going to find under there or Antarctica or wherever. That's the one good point about global warming, the ice melt. Yeah, I guess. Revealing what's underneath it, is it, it. It makes it happen faster. But I Simon, mean, my point was simply this, is in the next 20 years, someone could also come along prove all of them and Hancock wrong. Absolutely, Matt. That was my point. It's just I, you're you're buying too much into what he's saying as gospel and you you run the risk of becoming what you hate is what I'm saying. 20 years down the road, just hear me out. 20 years, let's say tomorrow they prove that Hancock's right and then 20 years down the road from now a young kid comes along and has alternate theories to Hancock's that maybe we started a hundred thousand years before that. And they found another battle. You know what I mean? And you could be stuck going, I don't know. I really Hancock was right the first time when they were wrong. You know what I mean? Like you just, well, I mean, until that happens that you can't really say what I'm going to do. I mean, I'm hoping that I'm I'm just open because of Hancock to look at the information from even further. I'm just saying, Simon, you're so into the alien thing and Hancock leans to that that just don't get so these are these are but that's the thing these are two totally different ideas the alien because yes but you're trying to get there you've already mentioned aliens no, four no. times so you're you believe and i actually I, believe that I you're absolutely right absolutely don't Hold know on. what i believe because i'm so bought into hancock but i'm also so bought into the idea of the aliens but i think hancock is bought in that's why i was trying to bring he up the cosmos also. he trusts me there is something about his big point was that we don't they were all looking up to the stars. All they were building was stuff for the stars. We're not as connected to the cosmos as we used to be. He, he obviously thinks... I don't think so. I, uh, Matt, I wish that was the case. It would marry my two greatest fucking loves together. But I, re- I really think that is not what he thinks. I think Hancock believes wholeheartedly in this ancient civilization. These people... But I've yet to hear him say where they got their information from. Which is my point. Right. The aliens. You can't just attest that there's this super advanced civilization and then be like, and then just gloss over how they got there. Except if we are a super advanced civilization. Yeah. I mean, you'll be able to gloss over how we got here. We don't. Uh, we have a whole history. Are, of no, I know here. because we're so recent, but like if, you know, if we go extinct and they're looking at, you know, what they find of us, they're going to gloss over parts too, right? No, because, well, I mean, we would assume that what they find of us, well, be a first lot of more. all, all of the storage, all of our records are on um, data chips or Not whatever. True. We pretty, have a, pretty much. Dude, they have so much art and history and books buried in that mountain in fucking Switzerland that is all written. They, I'm sure they also have a lot of electronic stuff there. I'm just finding they, about this mountain right now, so we'll we'll go on that later. Well, no, really quickly, Kamar, there's a mountain in, I believe it's in Switzerland where they have a giant vault where they keep a lot of human history. You don't know about this? Okay. I'll get the phone. I out. wish that they had done that back with the Library of Alexandria because when that burnt, that's where like all the high um, info was. Ke- I'm saying that Quality in air history. quotes was kept back in like the Egypt where they got all their info from. That was all in that library, and it burnt, and we'll never get that back. And just that brings me to a really interesting thing: w- human beings are so terrible. These religions that when they come in, 
they totally wipe out what was there before, right? Like they can't even, I mean, some of it they'll, I guess they use if it suits their needs, but they they will fucking burn it to the ground books and everything. You know, that's what happened all across the Americas to all these, uh, old civilizations. We just, when they colonized, they just fucking didn't leave anything. The only thing I I was going to say is I wish grand Hancock was super, super rich. So he was just doing all this passion, but it is his bread and butter. Right. So you think that taints it a little bit? No, I love him. I want him to hook up with Russell Brand, whatever, like get the team going. But it's just, I need this to be real. You see, when he gets into all the, um, like he wrote a whole book on um, drugs and the teachers, the teacher drug, you know, uh, ayahuasca, all of that shit. When he gets into all that, he gets so woo woo. Like he didn't go into it very oh, deep on that. A little bit, a little what bit. What you guys are skirting around is it's about interdimensional. We keep thinking these people come here or whatever. They're here. Mm-hmm. These, these civilizations are figuring out a way to contact and converse on a on the reg, I, not I, in a, a yes, five I mean, second trip. You know what, Kamar? Maybe, maybe. And I got most excited with Joe's idea that what would fu- figure it all out? A to the motherfucking I. And go able to map and just... That's what he was suggesting. Going to map what? Sorry? The AI can go in to all these sites, scour the world, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Little nano drones that, you know what I mean? They'll just figure it out however they figure it out. And AI will tell you what happened, how we got to this point right here. W- would you trust AI if he told you? Of course. Sorry, go ahead, Matt. No, this is really interesting. I don't know if this is the one I was it, thinking of, but it. <clears throat> this is called the Svalbard Global Seed Vault. It's a secure seed bank on the Norwegian island of Spitsbergen near Longyearbyen in the remote Arctic's whatever. Uh, it's 1,300 kilometers from the North Pole, and it started as a vault to preserve a wide variety of plant seeds. There are duplicate samples or spare copies of seeds held in a gene bank worldwide. The seed vault is an attempt to ensure against the loss of seeds in other gene banks during large-scale regional or global crises. So that's is, not the one I'm thinking there of. There is no book. No, I, I just think that's so funny. I'm like laughing to myself because the first thing I'm doing this summer is building a little shed outside of the cottage and I'm starting to collect seeds. Well, there you go. Marijuana seeds and vegetable seeds. Mm-hmm. So there, they, that's not what I was thinking of, but that's interesting that but they it, have a fucking well, that's, seed that's vault. that's a different but, idea. No, but and let me scary tell, but, that there was foresight that we should build this thing. No, no, but well, they're, they're thinking an apocalypse is coming for sure. I'd have to assume Banking that what I was saying it. was right. If they have a vault for seeds, I would assume they have a vault somewhere. With- all, all I was saying, Matt, was that most of the information that we make now gets recorded onto the cloud and to some digital platform that if, you know, all of that gets wiped out, a lot of that information is gone forever. You're missing the point that what I'm saying is I have a feeling, not even a feeling, I'm, I'm 98% certain that a lot of the written text that we have are in a vault somewhere. You have a feeling now from a you knew. You well, no, I mean, well, it. he said he was ninety-eight percent. Well, no, he went for the book mountain, and we came with the seed bank. I, I don't well, know. I what's spent happening. two minutes searching. We don't have a Jamie. I'm trying to stay in okay. part of the we'll, podcast we'll here. The yeah, we'll we'll, we'll sure look you, it up for the yeah. We'll bring it up sure in the post. Yeah. Book mountain yeah. exists. Yeah. 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 What was book mountain? Either way, point <laughs> being, this fucking guy over here. Nice story, Floyd. Yeah. Whatever. Gary, let's let's go over some of the neat things that he he pointed out. Okay, of trying to shoot just, him down. just before that though. Well, no, but come on, hold on. I, well, all no. I wanted to say was this: is if someone else, like Simon, shot all over archaeologists, 
You've shot all over journalists. Well, this no, guy's yeah. just a journalist. So Simon's holding him in very high regard. All and I'm saying I, and is... And I told you my reason why I'm like, I want to believe everything he says, but... It's not just him. It's many of the doctors I see on Ancient Aliens. Okay. Okay, you got to stop you, using you, Yeah, I was going to say, you Bible lost... Yeah, yeah, you really <laughs> lost me at Ancient Aliens, this fucking Whatever. guy. Again, you know what? It's fun. It's all fun and games. If one day, for whatever reason, that is what is proved right... Fuck man! Shame I, on all those yeah, old shame scientists. on all of you fucks. Not me. The yeah, sci- you for berating me today. Oh no, we're just keeping yes. it. Uh, Simon, open I'm and open to all of this. I'm just saying you're so bought in that you. No, I'm not. I I am open to alternate solutions as well. Light a joint. Light I a just joint. want them to be like it can't be fucking a thousand Jews pulling fucking blocks like that doesn't work for me. 70 you don't you think that poorly 70 of your people ton beams from 500 miles away yes <laughs> like have you ever seen me push blocks that was the one that blew my mind that they have uh, in the pyramid 70 ton beams yeah that's crazy and i said you know what they did they just dug out of it and then it was left there Oh, that's smart. So that, then it was a giant mountain to begin with, and they dug the... Well, no, this was my... But they will they can they know that. Like, they, they have places in China where they've actually dug the temple out of the mountain. Well, th- well that's, that was what I, my explanation for it is. But then he followed up by saying, yet yeah, these stones came from a quarry 500 kilometers or 500 miles away. So they were transported there, which was like, well, I can't explain that. And, you know, oh, sorry, just going back a second. Um, Ancient trains. They found out that uh, Stonehenge, so remember we were talking about things being in certain positions and then building around it? So Stonehenge, it turns out, he said, and I actually saw somewhere else. The first one was there already. Two stones were there. Yeah. Stone number seven and, and the, the first hinge and, and they stone. were both they were both lined up with the solstice already. Right. So they built everything around. So they that. brought all the stones. I just there. found that because that is not at all how I thought of it in yeah, my head. Either. I thought of it somehow. They knew that this location was where they needed to build, but it was much more practical than that. Like it's well, they showed it's, up. And it's they, less woo woo than. Uh, it could be my question is be like, dumb luck. did they just go places, stay there until the summer equinox or solstice, and then like when nothing lined up, we're just like, yeah, move on. Yeah, they, or maybe they, they just happened to be there. On they were, that day. They were nomadic my, civilizations, but, or maybe on. there were more summer solstices back then. Who knows? Maybe okay, there were now three you're getting, suns. Now you're getting fucking. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, we got a I'm just saying, like Simon, we're talking about we're talking about um, trial and error and luck and stuff. And I'm saying, like, what are the odds that they're just? Again, it probably wasn't. It probably really was only two stones there, exactly like they said. But they probably got that information to go to those two stones from something else or from someone else. That's all I can figure, Matt. And but that seems even less plausible. I mean, unless they were advanced like we are, where they can communicate quickly, because you're talking about like you're talking about a thir- like a four month voyage over the, unknown the seas more- to go to go and tell Kamar, dude, there's two stones. Uh, I can kind of guide you there with this. I mean, again, we don't know what they had, so who the fuck knows? And who know how? Well, hold on a second. They could live ones. right around there. Sure. I I I just what's around there? Around Easter Brit- Island, Britain. Nothing is around Easter Island. That is that what we're talking about? Easter Island? 
Well, I'm just saying, I'll use that as an example. Like, Zero, Matt. So it is in the middle of ex- fucking nowhere. So you see where I'm getting at. I realize that Great Britain yeah. is... So let's talk about Easter Island. How does that make any sense? Well, we're talking the world could have moved, right? All yeah, that's the, true, too. All the stuff yeah, moved. Kamar's right. <coughs> if we go back far right. enough, then it's I mean, all then it's all the, together. That's right? the only way some of this makes sense to me. Yeah, no. There's no way someone walked that across at one point, a frozen Pacific Ocean. That one point, Easter Island was actually attached. To well, no, that it was else. all attached. That Africa and so because if you, I mean, they show. No, no, no for sure that yeah, happened. Yeah. It was in a, uh, in a different way. So that's what Kamar's saying. If you go back far Pangea enough, or yeah. If whatever. you go back like a million years, maybe half that island's hundred feet. Well, they would have found it. Like, okay, then. So hold on. But wait, that makes so it then even- you're contending that a million years ago there were men who were able to know to build on Easter Island, like or well, no, wait, it makes or, less sense because the, the, the rocks don't line up. Nothing makes nothing about that makes sense. Well, no, but like I just said, first of all, it doesn't line up with the equinox because if the island is in a different place, if everything's attached. Does Easter Island, Island line up with anything? Easter Island is different. Okay, it fine, but my point is, is Stonehenge would have been in a different that's, place. That's right. It would have been that's so my different. point. You're right. None of that would have made None of it. It, it would have defeated up. the whole purpose of what they're talking about. But then that also so makes... We hold on. be scientists, but we just figured out a timeline. But that also then makes me believe that, like, it wouldn't it... Even if it was 10,000 years ago, <coughs> wouldn't it have been in a different spot? Well, if they're when they do moving? their math, they do that. They adjust to whatever okay. time it was back then. That sounds No, convenient. no, but they... Uh, I guess you shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I just think I think they take that into account. Okay, the, fair the enough. Procession of the Earth and all of that. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Again, I would like right? to take There's a moment a out to say that of the Earth. <coughs> none of us are scientists here at JREE. And, no, and uh, I'm none the, the furthest yeah. from a scientist. I think other, I am the furthest. Thing is from a the climate by the pyramids, from what I understand, not that I know anything. Was completely tropical. Yes, that is and correct. Way more waters. Well, and the yeah, Nile that, came right up yeah. to the edge of the pyramids. Well, that well the Hanging Gardens right were there, there, weren't they? The Hanging Babylon, Garden. I think. So yeah, but that's in the that desert. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. That was the birthplace of life. They thought until now, until this guy. The, now they're thinking that maybe the birthplace of life was not the old world, but the new world. So the Mormons were right. Maybe. Holy fuck! Listen. <laughs> If they're right, then aliens really do exist. Yes, that's kind of Mormonism. Yeah, they they're they're fucking alien believing people. It's interesting too how the Indians um, factor in somehow. To, you know what? I don't think that's the right uh, terminology, but we'll let, we'll let it slide. The uh, Native American First Nations is yeah. what they go by now. Sorry, First Nations. I have nothing but. Respect. Respect. It's actually, it was Joe on one of the old, it was Joe like a thousand podcasts ago that was talking about being in Calgary. And he's like, Canadians call them natives. And he goes, I find that very harsh. <laughs> I remember thinking that. I was like, yeah, we do. We do use natives a lot. It's First Nations. That's the correct terminology. Son. Yeah. So First Nations. Anyways, I forget now what I was even wow. You were saying that they, they, they come up a lot in all this. Oh no! In the Mormon, um, yeah, yeah. Well, because that's God turned them red because they killed uh, <laughs> they killed Mormon Jesus, mm-hmm. North American Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's how the native uh, the First Nations come up in Mormonism. That's why there aren't a lot of First Nations Mormons. <laughs> so they're finding all these things in the Amazon. Back to that now, um, but they're finding so many. Like they have that these ridges lidar or whatever yeah. it is that yeah, yeah. process they can use. But the well, I have it written down somewhere, but it was crazy. It's like they think there's like 
a thousand of these ruined things throughout the Amazon. Well, how long does it take for a jungle to form? Because the Amazon hasn't always been there, has it? So that's my question. That's what I wanted to know, and this he didn't. Is the best. I don't even know if they talk about it. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> yeah, I was gonna say you want to get on mic. Don't cough in the mic. That's my job. <coughs> I don't know if they talk about it in this, but he talks about it a lot in his book. Is about the Amazon being a man-made, like a planted garden. Yeah, Does he this was taste saying that. flowery as fuck to you? Yeah. He was saying that. All the trees and it just made me cough like fucking crazy. No, but it's like it's like smoking potpourri or something. It's, it's just insane. one part of the joint though. He goes off the deep end. Oh. No, but they think that uh, they found this soil that exists in the rainforest yeah, that, that they, they can't date figure out. back to yeah. like fucking 10,000 years ago or something. And they don't know how they made that soil. Well, it's it has got nutrients by, in it that by yeah, uh, stuff in it that don't doesn't exist, but I mean again, maybe it did back then. Just for but you, the Simon, fact that I it can to this podcast twice. The fact that it can even survive, you know, that oh, yeah. long and still be growing stuff today. Like you could take that same earth yeah. that existed back then. What do they call it? Black, it today. They call it black Amazonian earth. Wasn't yeah, that what they call something it? like that. You can plant it today in a place that is ravaged soil and it'll grow things. But he was saying the Amazon is man-made. He was saying that when you look at the, Did the he? I don't remember him saying the that, trees. Really? Okay. So hold on. I'm going to get there. Um, talk amongst yourself for a second. The yeah, peanut, neither uh, a pea nor a nut. I, I think the missing link is all in Asia and Chinese people and Asian, uh, Japanese. Like, they go back further than our... Like there seems to be a disconnect. Well, no, because Graham Hancock is saying he's refuting that. He's saying that we... Well, not we, but the north of... There's people... There's been people over here longer. But what does he know about China? Like you'd have to ask Simon. He kn- they, I mean, I'm sure he's written a book about ancient China. But you're right, Kamar. There is a lot of fucking weirdness going on over there too. I didn't say weirdness, knowledge, history. But I don't know if it goes back as far as it they're finding in the Americas now. Like they're finding numbers that are fucking staggering. But you got to imagine the actual people, resources working on this is nothing. Of course not. But there's not ten thousand scientists working around the clock trying to go back. Well, there's because we don't. A couple rogue crews. Because most people feel that we don't gain a lot. Hoping from, to find a fucking arrowhead. Well, that's it. So I want most people, I guess, are of the 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 belief of Matt, which is even if you find out, how does, does that matter? change our life today? But I think that if you find, look, let's just here's a fucking wonky idea for not you. Not okay? for you. Yeah, let's just say they're going back and however they, they're digging somewhere and they find in a scripture a, a recipe for some biodegradable fuel or something, you know? So, who knows? Something that really saves fucking our humanity. That'll get, uh, You know what? I bet you oil companies have found it a million times and they're just squashing. <laughs> you're they're prob- digging you're probably, anybody, you're probably yeah. right, oh, Kamar. This is the answer to all the problems. Crash that. You No, but you say that like that's a big joke. I don't think that's a huge joke. I don't Look, think so. If those oil companies found something down there that that could ruin them, they would hide it from us. Of course. Like this what, is nuts? this is the scariest thing. We live in a terrible time. No, it's the best time ever. Steve Pinker. <laughs> He's right though. Things are getting better, but they I think they hide more from us than ever before. What he's saying is that 
in the system we live in, things are better now than they've ever been. Right. He didn't say it that the system mean, we live in isn't fucked. And he's he did, never stated that. He didn't that. say that in that better <clears throat> system, they're lying to us less. Sure. He just said less people are dying and less people are going hungry and right. Listen, let's also keep in mind. I don't assume this about Steven Pinker, but there's nothing to say that if he found something that an oil company couldn't go to him and go, we'll give you $500 million to just go shill. away. He's a fucking chill. No, I'm not saying he is, but you no, know what I mean? I, like, of course, any amount of money could make any person just go. Joe could be on the take. Oh, wow. Well, we'll get to that. I, in the thought, post, I Joe. thought that's where you were going. Yeah, Timestamp. Listen, that. Kamar, I can't find that right now, but li- listen to this stat because I think this goes a long ways. There are 700 million square kilometers of uh, rainforest. rainforest and 500 million of them are not explored. Like the ocean. And the only way to explore them is to cut them down. And no, no, the no. Only, say, hold on. Well, say the all, only those, reason say they all are, those numbers again. I think you added a zero. S- no, 700 million square kilometers. Okay, dude. 700 just, million, Simon. I think so. 700 million square kilometers. Look it up. Maybe I'm wrong. All right. Maybe it was 70 million. Anyways, I wish we knew point the, is we should have the surface area of the earth. So we can point is there, there's a lot of it that hasn't been explored. Just like how big is the, the Amazon only, rainforest? 5.5 million square kilometers. Whoa. You added a couple zeros. <laughs> 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 okay. 700 million and 500 million is un credibility check. Simon, I'm just trying to put in context. You 500 million square kilometers. I think that's how big the planet is, isn't it? I think that's like as big as Saturn. No. 500 million square kilometers. Think of a million kilometers. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot of kilometers. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know, is it 5,000 from Ottawa to Vancouver? Well, here, how, what's the circumference of the, like, how many kilometers here? So what did you say it was? Seven, seven 5.5 million, million square kilometers. No, seven million square kilometers. Is that what you no, said? No, the Amazon was? rainforest yeah. is 5.5 million square kilometers. 5.5 million square kilometers. Maybe you were saying meters. Is that 500 meters? Anyways, point is. That's 700 meters. A lot of it. The, the earth is 40,000 40, kilometers. Not, is not explored. No, surface area? I'm going to. No, around like just this. Oh, okay. I'll listen to the podcast again and see what he said. It, ha- it happened it, right at the beginning. It doesn't so matter. It, 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 no, but the only reason to find it. the only reason it jumped out at me, Simon, is because I remember him saying five point five. It's po- still a staggering point is, point area. Is it's a percentage of what they've explored, and it's not a very big. Like the ocean, there's much of it, eighty yeah, percent that unexplored. is not explored. Yeah, I agree. The reason it's getting explored is not they're because they're looking for high technology from the past. It's because. Some guy in the Amazon wants to make money and they're fucking putting soy farms or something in. And the, well, you know what would be ironic? Hold on. Point, point is, you know what? Wait. they're not spending money on this because they're looking for our past for new answers. That's not why this is happening. Do you know what would be so ironic is if the Brazilian Trump clear cuts the rainforest and we find the solution to all our problems there because of this Brazilian Trump being like, we're going to cut down the whole thing. It's, it's, that's exactly right, Matt. Or we're going to like fucking poison the ocean so bad that we have to drain them. And that's when we're going to find like Atlantis and the fucking books. Where's the water going to go, man? To save the world. It's going to be some irony like that. I mean, Simon thinks our planet was bullshit now. And the aliens are going to be us. We drain the ocean into the earth's core (laughs) to cool it. 
creating a steam geyser. The creating a steam geyser. Listen to this. Out of the way of the meteor. Wow. <laughs> I want them to spend all the money on figuring this out. All the armies. Everyone, stop what you're doing. Fuck your differences. Let's get to the bottom of this. That's uh, what I want. Just so to say, wait. 6,000 6, structures they think they were able to find in the... Uh, Rainforest just can I say this? We haven't touched on this yet, and I thought this was one of the crazier parts when he shows that landmass uh over Russia where the where the meteor broke off. Yeah. And all the trees are are like That is the coolest thing. I was like you look that, other that is fucked. Well what do you think the Grand Canyon is? Is it erosion? A, is erosion. It a, erosion. It's not a meteor. It's not a blast? meteor, it's erosion. That's it. It used to just be flat with like a little bit of rainwater running through it. And over like millions of years, it's... Well, no, it would have been um, Glacier or something. Okay, but I'm talking about once the glaciers were gone, there was just like water. No, no, but I mean for that that sort of erosion, I imagine that's like the path of the glacier then. Not necessarily. Over millions of years, water can just do that. That's why you it see. It would have to be a shit ton of water, though. It's not just like a little trickle of water. It's that's a fucking lot of water. That well, you know that there's a river that runs through the Grand Canyon, right? So, so that river was at one point that, that at the much top. Water? Yeah, that is fucking crazy. Well, that's what water does, man. That's why I was saying, like any city. Well, but that that water happens because of melting glaciers. It's all working. That's together, all maybe. happening because of well, and like rainwater after some a period. sort of comet strike or something. Have you seen the? Rain I just love that there's definitely people the, listening uh, that are like, these guys are the stupidest fucks. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like some expert hey, in a we're field. We're making someone feel smarter. You do it. There Have you, you seen the Rainbow Mountains in China? They're mountains, but they're all different colors, like rainbows, like bright, vivid I think colors. I have seen that. So, so some of the uh, I've never seen that. We'll look at it. I'll have some to look it up. Shit. So the so these patterns that they're finding in the Amazon, they're like these squared circles. Did you look that up on? Uh, by the way, no, I didn't. Bother when they were talking about, it. it's some like mathematical formula, mm-hmm. way beyond me. Mm-hmm. Didn't understand it. But it wasn't around. Like, they didn't think they figured that out until the Greeks. That was when they thought that, um, you know, that knowledge first came about. Again, Matt, I don't know how it first came about. No, no, but, but math math to me is a different one. Math, there's, there's nothing to me that says that a civilization couldn't have lived before us and figured out some math shit that took us, that when they got wiped out, it took us longer to figure out. So they figured out the cosmos... It was all math, right? It was all through math that they did that. I don't know. Well, I think You're that a dummy. the stars, all of that, they they were the alignments and things like that. It was all done through math. We're suggesting of this. some sort yeah. or observation. You're kind of saying this like a question. Yeah, well, because I, I'm just I'm not smart. You said enough. that with an exclamation point not, and a question mark. I'm not mark. smart <laughs> enough to know. I was waiting for one of you to. Okay. Well, so yeah, no, I, 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 we argued prior that it could be just from observation. Some of them, if they're all by math, like that's the, the uh, deduction. But Simon, do you see what I'm saying? Is like, to, I I'm fine with there being an advanced civilization in the sense that, like, mathematically, they were they had figured out shit that would take us another two thousand years because they got wiped out. I'm okay with that. So they were advanced in math, but they were behind math in is, what you thought was important, which is no, 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 not important. Not important. Designer I'm just saying, clothes. Simon. I'm saying, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, that's it. Louis Vuitton, Gucci shoes. What I'm saying, Simon, is that math is all just theory, and like it, it's, it's, it's in your mind. You can do it with like a rock, and you know what I mean. Like math is math. I, 
electricity and figuring out that ayahuasca and DMT work with your inner workings, that has to be either trial and error or fucking a super advanced civilization. You, you kind of got to meet me there. Yeah, that is more, but I just think the math would be so advanced though. Like that's not something that a hunter gatherer, uh, right? Like math equals high, high, uh, intelligence for a society. I think that if you're bothering with math and bothering to try and use math to figure out the cosmos, I mean, yes and no, but like I said, you're just okay, but far beyond, you know, Sure, but you have everything taken care of. Well, not everything. We're sitting. We're sitting here saying the Greeks figured out advanced math. Like, okay, so what year are we talking? Six hundred A.D. We don't even know because none of us are that smart, right? The Greeks? Yeah, I have no fucking idea. It'd be so cool to know, though. It'd be so. Sometime, it'd be great to be smart. Sometime after. <laughs> smart would sometime be awesome. after the Egyptians, but before the Romans. Okay, so we're talking about B.C. then. So 2,000 years ago, well, right? 2,000 years so, ago is when they said the so, Egyptians were around. Okay. So, so it's sometime after that. So but then, just look it up on your phone. But just Who cares? Well, yeah. no, I'm not jamming this whole fucking thing. Listen, <laughs> you get two You get two per episode. It's like Diablo avocados. Um, I'm just saying, I forgot what I was saying now. Fuck, I'm all distracted and high. Sorry, just take a second. Think the about pot's it. got me again. The something pot's got something me about again. how stupid I am. No, about high society no, no. or high civilization with math. And not necessarily needing um, math to to do the science. Oh no, my point was just like the like if you go back two thousand years ago, I don't think we were that advanced. And that's my point is you're acting as if two thousand years ago we were this wildly advanced civilization. I'm saying we could have been fifty thousand years ago up to the point where we were two thousand years ago, and then a comet breaks off like he shows us and wipes out fifty thousand advanced people all in one fell swoop. I don't know. It's tough to say. We've it says we've only been around for say two thousand years. One of these civilizations was around for ten thousand years, and they were just like, well, no, he's we've been around for no. twelve. We've been around for twelve. Is what. Well, he knows. We That's know. what Gobekli old- Tepe has now been proven to be 12,000 years old. Sure. They were building massive stone monuments, so they were not a hunter-gatherer civilization. We know that if they could have been living amongst a hunter-gatherer situ- uh, civilization and taught them what they needed to know, but there must have been somebody back then because you weren't just moving those stones around without having some and setting them up to the align with the stars without having some idea of what you were doing. Well, we're saying there had to be planning. There had to be drawn out and written plans, you know, like 2000 years ago, not 2000 years ago. I'm, I'm asking 2000 years. That's ago. That's the year zero. If you were in Rome, the big Colosseum would be in mint condition. All that, all those ruins would be in their prime. Correct. Again, I'm yeah. not sure when those things were around. Well, okay. Caesar and the Romans were before Christ. Okay. I'm so, uh, hold on. <laughs> it, anyways, but what's your point, Kamar? <laughs> well, just that civilization was 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 uh around. Right. But and, what's your point? And just amazing. And and then it got worse. I don't know. It got worse. Uh, technology or like the dark ages, the ebbs and flows, like are, I think we're arguing against Matt and saying But I mean even Julius in, Caesar 49 BC. 49 BC. So almost but 2,000 years ago, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. it was BC. We're talking All about. The so 2,000 years before that was the Egyptians because mm-hmm. they were yeah, yeah. M- minus 2,000. Yeah. But really, they were probably like minus, I don't know, 
or some sort of Egyptians were there minus six, minus eight, you know? Exactly. And, and what they're saying now in America is that it could go back much, much farther. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest takeaway you got out of this Well, one. when they were talking about uh, Denisovan Cave. Oh, my God. Are you saying that we have to now call them second nations? Oh, my God. Did you get that from that? Matt, they might even be like... Third nation. Fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, thirteenth, wow. twentieth. Wow. Like... Yikes. Simon controversy. And really, if we're taking it all the way back to this Denisovan Cave, you could be just as much a part of the original lineage of that place. It's really interesting because your truths are based on these things you think are absolute constants of being. And this guy comes on and says, everything you thought was may not have been maybe as much whether, more. whether you believe him like I do, or you just believe like Matt does that this raises a possibility of what I know being wrong. He's well, right. Either well, way, I just, think it, I think he's done his job. It's either his way, bread and butter. But I'd love to see him get Bill Gates involved or someone like that. Was my point, Simon? Really was whether he's right or wrong. If if he's I put was, a crack in the foundation, I just no, no. I was just exactly re- I was I just said. reiterating that point. That that was my big takeaway. Was that whether he ends up right, I don't care. But I totally disagree with um, what we may find back there could change the way we go about what we do today. Like I just. That it could have, it could, you know, Unless we don't, we don't hashtag. know what is, what is waiting out there to be found. And one of those things hopefully could be something that really aids us. Here. Yeah. Give it to Kamar. Burning bushes. Burning bushes. Um, but yeah, so now after hearing all of this, like I know we were planning to drive to uh, L.A., but I would also very much like to drive across, like find a route that will take me through all of these fucking amazing sites in the United States. Like I had no idea. I knew that snake one existed because it falls into some other things that you don't want me to mention. You're talking about the place in Jersey? The Snake Mountain there. I oh, that's in Ohio. That's but there was another Ohio. place in New Jersey. They're all, that over, they're all over the Carolinas, Mississippi. Like, I'm sure there's places in Canada fuck, too. There are, Kamar. Have you been to Sudbury? I have been to Sudbury. The astronauts spent a lot of time in Sudbury. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. What just, were they I doing up that, there? I found Kamar. that out listening to CBC talking about how Sudbury is growing back. Hold on. What were they doing up there? Why is it when I ask questions, I'm met with fucking nothing but like vitriol? He asked a question, you answered him like we're on a fucking infomercial. Why did they spend time there, Kamar? Because it was was interesting. But you you have done nothing but come at me this this day with like... No, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to point out that you may have a serious bias towards Hancock. I absolutely you, <clears throat> have a serious bias towards Hancock. Okay, now that you've said that, we I can would move on. Much rather, I would much rather believe that there was some ancient civilization back then than to believe that um, it was just a bunch of fucking <laughs> dummies running around with fucking clubs. I want to believe that too, Simon. I do. Can I read you an interesting quote that I saw the other day that has to do with what you were sure. that I feel like has to do with what you were just talking about how everything you're taught is kind of uh uh whatever we'll get to it. Uh ideally what should be said to every child repeatedly throughout his or her school life is something like this. 
You are in the process of being indoctrinated. What you are being taught here is an amalgam of current prejudice and the choices of this particular culture. You're being taught by people that have been able to accommodate themselves to a regime of thought laid down by their predecessors. Those of you who are more robust and individual will be encouraged to leave and find other ways of educating yourself, educating your own judgments. Those who stay must remember always that they are being molded and patterned to fit into this narrow and particular needs of this particular society. So let that fucking sit in your head for a bit. I think I'll have to read it. You might. So yeah, the, 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 the Sudbury looks like the moon. What? The Sudbury looks like the moon? Sudbury. Sudbury, Ontario looks like the moon? <laughs> exactly. Or did look like the moon in the 60s. I want to I wanna ask you guys a question. Wait, wait. You're oh. saying that they spent time, astronauts spent time in Sudbury because it looked like the moon? Mm-hmm. So it resembled the moon's surface? Mm-hmm. Something else we got to look up. God who, damn it. Who told you that? CBC. Okay. Okay, we're going to look oh, that, that up. Oh, that chill? No, no okay. problem. Um, I just, I just want to ask a question and then you yeah, guys please. can think about please. it. So I remember a while back I asked you why were they all building pyramids? Sure. I think you've asked that for 26 episodes. No, no, but I remember specifically and we had the comment like, why? Why why pyramids? And you said... I'm sure you have my answer on the tip of your tongue. I don't know what I said. You said something about it them being very strong, which is correct. You know what I mean? A triangle is a very strong... It's a strong structure. Uh, wide at the bottom and skinny at the top. That's mm-hmm. right to yep. a point. It's very strong. That makes sense to me. More to the what I should have asked you is, how are the pyramids in South America so similar in construction to like pyramids in, I don't know, I'm just making this up, somewhere in Turkey or something or in... Uh, well, can I go back two episodes to potentially answer that for you? Sure. If you teach a rat on the West Coast of Maze. But again, then you're getting all fucking woo-woo. Nice I am, point. but but <clears throat> I'm just saying if that guy, if that is that guy's contention, if that's that doctor's contention, then that could answer something like that. That if 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 a group of people on one side of the earth had figured out how to make a pyramid, then the rats on the other side of the earth just instinctively were like, "Hey, I I think we should build a pyramid." Hmm. Again, I'm saying that was that one doctor's contention. Yeah, and using that logic, that could that could be exactly what it is. So let's take that, let's leave that aside for a second. Sure, but you asked the question, and I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, let me finish though, because okay. I wasn't done. So all you just didn't think I'd have an answer. No, I just <laughs> I, yeah, I just wasn't done. I was okay. laying out a, a big long. Point. Fair enough. So, the, but the pyramids just again. They're step pyramids. Mm-hmm. They're not like the pyramids in Giza, which yep. is a different type of pyramid. But they're when you look at some of these constructions, I'll show you after they all like really they look like they're done by the same builders, right down to like the finishes. And I'll show you, man. It it really I it's, what you it's mean. nuts. Yeah. Okay, and then you look at like which is what uh, Hancock was talking about, which is the death rituals of these tribes in the Amazon, the death rituals of the tribes in um, upper North America and in Egypt and places like that are so similar. Like they, they all revolve around um, 
going into the Orion constellation, which leads you into the Milky Way, at which point you're judged or, you know, they're all very, very similar. Like these are thousands of miles apart at different times in history when some of these civilizations have been totally wiped out by the times others have, you know? Like, Simon, just say aliens. We know where you want to go. No, no, no. This is him. He's, this is about, he thinks it's an ancient, one ancient governing civilization who at the start kind of laid out this giant religion for the world. And it, it's been being followed and then not followed and popping up again. And that's why you're seeing these same geometric uh, structures being built at totally different times. First of all, they're thinking that in a lot of these places, it'll be one thing built and then, you know, a new civilization will come and build something on top of it, be it a pyramid or before that, some of these were just platforms of some sort or, I'm pretty sure he contends that they did crazy drugs and figured this shit out. I'm, uh, I think that's what he says. Well, whoever, the, the first people, that ancient civilization, they did the drugs and then taught everybody else. Yeah, something like that. I also didn't realize he was such a pothead. Oh, he's a drug. He's a drug? Uh, <laughs> no, that is, that is a great story, though, um, about the weed, because I remember when he was on and he was talking to Joe and he was saying, yeah, no, I quit weed. I did this ayahuasca trip and um, it told me that the weed was bad. And he was like condemning weed on to Joe and Joe was fighting back a little bit. But, you know, it wasn't that big a thing. But for him to come back on and say, you know, it wasn't. It, it was me. I was the problem. It wasn't the problem. I yeah, was the very problem. vulnerable. Yeah. He no, it's just vulnerable. look. That's that's usually the case. That you're the problem, or I'm the problem. Not the drug is the problem. You love oh, the, the drug is just the drug. I would like to say across the board, I'm the problem. <laughs> it doesn't matter what we're dealing with. No, but I'm I'm not saying just weed, alcohol, whatever. Yeah. Like those things are what they are. Yeah. And you. Are, are the one are, who yeah. decides to do what you do. Listen, right. some this of them podcast, are the biological, problem. whatever. It's not like you have any decision in it. It just affects you differently. I thought it was very interesting that he said um, that the reason he thinks psilocybins and drugs like that are illegal is because they get people to question authority. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, I just wouldn't have thought. I mean, I see that, of course, but... That all kind of started to make sense to me, just in a conspiratorial sort of view. You know what I mean? Mm, you see things for what they are. Or, or literally, it literally goes yeah. back to the quote that I just dropped. <laughs> well, it's again, it's hard to listen to sure. a big long quote like that. It's easier to read it, so I'll do that after. Whose phone is that? Siri. Oh, Siri. Just Yo, you just said seriously. Reason. I said seriously. Yeah, she does that to me all the time. Fuck out of here! Seriously. Whenever I'm playing video games, I'm like, ah, seriously. She'll just be like, what can I help you with? But how did they move those beams in Egypt, Kamar? He just said they they left them there and dug ton. them out. No, 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 because no, well, they came from, they somewhere, came from else. somewhere else. How do they move? Giant, how do they move the blue stone giant, in um, huge barges in for Stonehenge, like from seventy miles away? You know. Lots, lots of well, you want to know what's crazy? So when the Romans of Jews, let's say when the Romans are going and doing their um, 
they're pillaging through Egypt, Egypt, and they're finding all these ancient statues and they're bringing them back to Rome with them. They're fucking putting them on boats and carding. Like, you know, that's how vain everybody was back then. Like they saw something they liked and they were the king, Alexander or whoever needed to have that, um, Tutankhamun fucking giant monolith stone. They did it with, um, but did they go, what were those pillars called? Uh, obelisks. So they, with like an 80 ton obelisk are in Rome are in Rome. Yeah. But they went in there and slaughtered everyone. They did just, it well, wasn't I don't just, think they, they, they didn't weren't walk Egyptians. Up to the pyramids and it was just like, what? They, they weren't got the left same behind? Egyptians. In at that condition. Some things were left behind. I'm something, about, some people they slaughtered, they slaughtered them all. Those people got those obelisks or whatever from somebody from before it was, we just said nowhere that Egypt near, has been around for 8,000 years nowhere, or whatever. Nowhere near uh, Cleopatra. Nowhere near Cleopatra. Mm, that's so crazy. I'd love to live back then. Nowhere near Cleopatra. Kamar. Kamar. Cleopatra is closer to us in time. Yep. Than she was to the creation of the pyramids. That's a classic Joe Mogan. Why do I have to tell you this? Joe Mogan's uh, Joe quote. Mogan. <laughs> Joe Mogan quote. Oh, the Kamar's done with the weed. Joe Mogan. That's <laughs> great. But, uh, but are they saying there's like 5 million people on the earth at this time to accomplish all this stuff? It's just insane. Well, and, and, and the, the timeline. The size of some of the cities that he said would have existed in the Amazon millions of people, 20 million people. Like that's a, that's a advanced society. And, and many of these cities like this, we are, if that's true, if that's true, that is not how I was picturing that time. Right. So that really fucks up the fabric of your fucks up the way I think about the world. You think grass skirts. Really? uh, Matt, like how can you listen to this and not have that reaction? I feel the same way. Thank you, Kamar. No, Simon. No. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, I just, I like, you're truly sitting here, like, just. I just want to believe it. As we're talking about it, and I'm remembering, like, I I am, like, welling up with, because it just, it's so crazy. Don't you cry on the podcast, I mean, Simon, it's crazy, but it doesn't change anything. And again, you're sitting. It's so crazy. No, what is. You're crying. You're crying. What does it change for you? It doesn't change anything. It doesn't change anything. Nothing. But nothing like okay, it doesn't Feel change. Away. It doesn't change anything except the way I believe we were, which is all I have. Now you're back to the drawing board. What? Which is all you have? I don't. Well, what do you do when you wake up in the morning? Are you just thinking about like ten thousand years ago? And you're like, I do. Well, this I, is my day. I, I know it is because you've watched fucking Ancient Aliens seven times. There is over. no Santa Claus, and the Egyptians are older than we thought. I just think that that's so cool. And of all the fucking lame shit that we have to deal with all the time, this is so interesting. That's why you love Graham Hancock. Yes, that is why I love Graham Hancock. And that's that's why this podcast would have got a five, except there was another guest. <laughs> no, I like to be real, too. What? Uh, where are we, by the way, time-wise? 120. Let's right. move. Uh, if you got another point, make Holy it. Holy shit. I think he's got Do you like have four more pages? Ten pages. Are you kidding? Like... So many. <laughs> I wasn't joking when you said we get to four of them. Fuck. Um, did I ever tell you about how they found um, these hieroglyphs in Australia that they think are Egyptian hieroglyphs? And they think that maybe a prince or a king from Egypt, like that, that they would have gone to Australia on a ship 
and they got bit by a snake while they were there and died and they actually buried one of them there. This has nothing to do with ancient aliens? Maybe it does. I'm not sure. <laughs> I get mixed up with... Um, I don't know. Because if it has but nothing that to do with aliens, that. doesn't have to have to do with ancient aliens. That Because that part so, of it has nothing to do with aliens. It just has to do with the Egyptians being able to travel to Australia when we thought they were staying put where they were. Yeah. They always assume that a lot of these um, civilizations, even the ones we know of, didn't have seafaring qualities. Like that didn't happen until a certain point in time. Because they thought the planet was flat. Or whatever. Just for whatever reason, they were doing... Why would you not go on water if you thought the earth was flat? To fall off the edge? Uh. Well, they wanted to go see the edge. Imagine, Imagine any waterfall you got to back then. You were just like... I found it. <laughs> it's the end yeah. of the world. Simon, I think what I keep expecting to happen is that at any point, aliens will come back and they'll be like, um, what's going on here? And we'll be like, whoa, what are you talking about? And they'll be like, we came here. We were here like 50,000 years ago. We gave you guys the blueprint. We told you how to do everything. What the fuck happened? You know, and we'll all be like, well, well we don't know. Do do you think the aliens are going to come back? Well, I mean, I know you do, but... No, but what do you think, Matt? I don't know, but if you think that aliens... Just hear me out. If you think that aliens came and taught, like, early man some stuff, then I've always used the logic that space travel takes a really long time. So maybe they, like you said, dropped off some shit, some knowledge, fucked off. I am totally with you there. But then the point would be they would have they would want to come back, right? Well, they're probably, see, like they probably will or maybe they'll get back not in our lifetime, but they'll get back at some point. What I think is more interesting to that is the aliens that are around now are probably not those same aliens. I think not my aliens. The aliens <laughs> right now seem a lot more nefarious. <laughs> I think you have a disconnect between them and yourself. And that the universe is all one, just connected. Them and myself. This is a Your DMT thing, right, yeah, Kamar? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connection and love. You need me to do DMT. But I think because of the conclusions we've come today with Graham Hunk, Hancock so far. Graham Cock. With Graham Hancock. We probably don't have to talk about this ever again. <laughs> um, oh, somebody tells me who we will. <laughs> sometimes I get the distinct impression that you don't take anything I say seriously because I haven't done DMT. No, there's no way. I think I know something that you don't know. You think you know something that I don't know? No, I don't. Yes, no, you do. That's exactly it. I disagree. That, you just said it. Hey, you no, actually uh, just said the words, I know something you don't know. That's what he said. And then said, you tried to backpedal. But no. that's exactly how I feel. I feel I think, like you think you, you know something that I don't think, know. I think I know something you don't know. That's what you think. But I don't think that. I think you think that. I don't know. But I, I don't even think you've done real DMT. If everything's connected, I think you did fucking Fugazi DMT. The chair, the lights, the stars, the trees, the birds, everything's connected. And so are the aliens. What does that mean, connected? We're all stardust. And so are the aliens. Everything is stardust. Everything in the universe, that's all it's made of. Like, Oh, I wish I was higher. <laughs> in well, another we, dimension, we can get that. It all connects. That, it all connects. Yeah. Um, Got some mushrooms upstairs for the post, Joe. So did you hear when he was talking about the Piri Piri map? 
Yeah. Do you remember that part? See, I find that map very interesting. So that's a map they found from way back in the day, and it has on it like Antarctica before they found it. But you didn't watch it. They actually show the map. I've, Jamie pulls it up. I have seen the map. Thank you. No, no, but I have seen the map, so I do know what it looks well, like. Well, Jamie, my point is, I watched it. Jamie pulls up the map, and they go, like, they show it, and they, they go over it. They yeah, go yeah. over it, yeah. No, I just, that's another, like, that's something that they've, you know, they've see, they found. And it shows something very fucking weird. Like, how is this here if they said that they didn't discover it until then? Like, what does this tell? And and they think that that map came from older sources. Like, I just, to me, it's all leading to exactly what this guy is saying. That, and again, get here any way you want, but that some some civilization was around before that flood and some of them were left after they came around and that's how we are where we are today sure but i mean we, again nothing we've conceded like, it doesn't matter i i truly no you said that it matters a great deal you're on simon's side i you're like a fish be, out of water here no, flip-flop flip-flop no, flip-flop to, flip-flop to, to believe in it to believe that it's a possibility is amazing. I think it's wonderful, but it doesn't matter because I got to go. I mean, Simon, I'll put it to you this way. Because you still got to go to work tomorrow. Because we will never know. Also, but you you might. Also, Simon, I feel like this. I I go back to the fact that like, I have no problem changing my account of history being like, oh, okay, we're older than, I also have no problem being like, scientists or archaeologists got it wrong. That's happened throughout history. We always know that we find new shit that changes our dating of stuff or how we look at things. That's why I'm saying to you, that's kind of what I was getting at with Hancock is like, you know, there's a good chance he's wrong about most of his stuff too, but it's good that he's broken it open. I mean, it, we're it's going to keep changing. They're going to keep digging. They're going to keep finding shit. Everyone should listen to this podcast. The, I truly the think- only thing you don't know yet, Matt, is if he if when they come with new information, whether he's going to hold. Maybe he'll say that's great. Let's keep you know like sure, yeah yeah. Listen, it's these other guys who are unwilling to budge. I have a feeling that if someone gave him evidence that refuted everything he said, he'd be like, okay, yeah, and let's work from there. Yeah, I just think that I don't he's have a problem. probably on the right track. I don't have a problem with Graham Hancock. I love Graham Hancock. Whether he's 100% right or not. You call him the hawk? The cock. <laughs> Jesus. That's I, his I think he's him. on the right track. Have you guys ever seen those uh, giant Olmec heads? What, you know, he was talking about that. They're like these giant monolith stone heads, but they look like um, they look like somebody from Africa, I think. Like that's yes. more the look than yes. that's East Island, a South it? America. No, no, that's different. Oh. Well, no, he said they have the same. They have some of the same features as the. Don't they that they have resembling features as the ones at Easter Island? Yeah, I, I mean, maybe the ones at Easter Island have like big long. Well, head. go to your notes. Hancock talked about it. These these Olmec ones, him and Joe were talking about because Joe knows about them. They were always wearing the helmets. Mm-hmm. They're all very rounded heads. But again, the point is they just look nothing like the people of that area. So again, it's just a weird mystery. Like who were they depicting here? How did they know what the people a thousand or however many miles away that they couldn't see look like? Let's back to the rats. That's my answer. If you're asking me. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't believe that whole theory. Well, hold on, no, the rat thing so works I more. The rat know. thing works more for making the period, the pyramids, than sculpting someone you've never seen. 
the rat thing is just the the collective consciousness that you have a better understanding of something that someone it, it wouldn't be that i know what someone halfway across the world looks like i don't think it works that Gene, way kamar genealogy i don't know yeah you're right though they probably would have looked like the kind of like the Easter Island heads because they were both kind of Polynesian. Um, well, that's what I think. That's yeah. what Hancock was saying. That I wonder they had why that's important features. though, because when you look at the Egyptian drawings, the people looked weird. Like, why couldn't they draw? Why couldn't they draw like uh, Michelangelo or you know what I mean? Like the people were one sided on the stone. That is that strange. Well, what really fucks the me up is that inside. there probably wasn't They're anyone. So there probably wasn't anyone taller than five feet. That's the best part they of everything. Were, they were, Except that there were tons of these smaller people. People depicted as giants. Yeah, those were the five foot five people. Yeah, six footers. Or those were the people who weren't native to. No, I'm just telling you. Back then, in general, to every, this everyone, world, maybe. Oh, sure, but I'm sure. Like I said, I think maybe back then it was just there weren't a lot of people, so the guy that was six <laughs> feet was a fucking giant. Mm-hmm. I would, yeah, re- I would recommend listening to this podcast. This is um, here's a really interesting. Here's on. a really interesting <laughs> point, and this is where Hancock goes on to ancient aliens. I now remember this is why he was on there for an episode. It has to do with the bags. Remember when they were talking about the bags? When you they have like the very first uh, interpretation of Quetzalcoatl, and it's the serpent. A wing serpent and in the middle it's a it's some guy and he's carrying a little bag and then they find that same little bag being carried it's usually in like the left hand of some human figure and there's one in um gobekli tepe and they find them all over the place but it's the same like totally different cultures totally but the they have this little bag what the fuck is that little but, bag but they also have a snake I always find that interesting. The serpent, the snake. Mm-hmm. So what do you think that's snake. all about, Kamar? The, the snake. Knowledge, the knowledge. No, well, no, but why is like... I'm, I'm talking about in the Garden of Eden, the snake. Mm, well, that's a fucking Bible, man. No, how do we get here? But they all have snakes. Kamar's trying to move on, Simon. No, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to move on. Isn't that interesting that they have a snake in the Bible? So back to those bags. No. And all these other guys have snake-shaped things and snakes. No, snakes are always and for always, it will always be the symbol of like evil and terrible. And Except death. when you go back in time, Unless the, snakes have the snake wasn't viewed like that. It, like Kamar said, snake was a, a of goodness. Like it was only, was only in Egypt. No, 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 no. It's only in like more. It's only. I'm just speaking like Simon does. Uh-huh. Very like I know Biblical it all. Biblical times where they started making it into this like evil thing. Biblical times. So you're talking like uh, what time? I don't know. Sometime after Christ. So we're, t- we're talking semi quasi possibilities. <laughs> A.D. But when do you think the the Old Testament was written? I think the Old Testament, well, it must have been written probably like, well, who knows? Who knows? But 2,000 years before that? I don't know. So what, 4,000 years ago? 5,000 years before that? 10,000 years before that? Where those those ideas came from, Matt, we're now seeing when they talk about Noah's flood, that's obviously this flood from 12,000 years ago. So... A broken telephone from whatever happened. Right, and and for their own purpose to add what they needed to oppress the people they were trying to oppress. But a lot of it was probably factual, the big ideas. Because they were too stupid to come up with them on their own. But, you know, real life events. 
he didn't keep uh, one of each or two of each animal. Something went long wrong in that translation. But some people, not just Noah, again in air quotes, did survive that 12,000 year old flood. And those were the ones who were able to pass on the information to even write the fucking Old Testament. Anyways. Sixth century BC. I'm thinking the sixth century BC is what? when the Old Testament was believed to have first been written in Hebrew. Okay. Okay. So there you go. Perfect. <laughs> no, but it, it just goes we to are show three you of the like dumbest fucks it could the be. It, it's wow. it's so recent. Shit like this. Yes, of course. It's so recent when you're talking about 12,000 years ago. So at Gobekli Tepe. No, um, no, no. We have to, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta wrap them up here, buddy. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, just one more thing. Well, okay. At Gobekli Tepe, they found um, a lot of animals uh, either carved or etched into the walls. Um, and a lot of them aren't native to that region. And then they found this huge cave complex thing, like further away, miles away. And they think that maybe they were related like they survived the flood by living underneath the ground and then made this temple to commemorate, um, you know, what they had before. I, I don't know. It's just, it's all revolves around that flood. I, I find it very interesting. I, I think that's one of your core, core principles is the flood. And, and when everyone talks about places being uh, covered with two miles of ice, yeah right between when it happened and like what are you supposed to find right the ultimate well think i mean think even on a lesser level the um heads at easter island like some of them are buried up to their neck in sand that's that's just time that's done that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's it's really amazing same with like uh remember when they first found the sphinx in modern time it was buried up to its neck in sand Really, that's not all, modern time, but whenever that'd whenever be interesting that was. if all that was removed. Well, I heard some crazy theories on what they think that the um, the Sphinx was like. You they, have crazy theories? No, no, I've just heard some. There are so many of what we know. Ten seasons of ancient alien science. No, no, nothing to do with aliens. Just of what the head might have been. You know, what uh, was it? A dog? Was it a? I was heard it, it, was, it was something else and that it's a smaller head on the thing. Yeah, well, because it's very out of proportion, right? Yep. Anyways, I heard this whole theory. Like, I thought I, after listening to Robert Schock on Joe Rogan and hearing him say, you know, the enclosure of the Sphinx was definitely made by rains that could only have happened that, you know, I was like, this guy sounds like he's a thousand percent correct. This all seems to line up for me. Then I was watching this other thing and this guy had this totally different theory and I'm like, well, wow, that kind of makes sense too. That's true. But again, it dates the Sphinx way back in time. So I'm like, okay, however you want to get there, you know, even the conspiracy, if they know better, but they hold this science would be interesting. I really feel like we'll move on. But well, I we just, got to. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, We've given him an hour and a half. I mean, and, I, I and don't know I don't what else to do. I don't even feel like we talked about what his book was about. Well, I mean, you fished your yeah, wish. We, we gave this as yeah, much yeah, yeah, as we yeah. could. No, I mean, it's, it's, we, we, we uh, talked exactly what it was about. Yeah, well, you, what, unless you want to tell the whole book, and then you I can't would sell his say, books. I would say, um, 
I'm about three quarters of the way through his book. I'm listening to it. Well, that's why he's, he's painted on thick. He's, he's regurgitating. I'm listening to it. And there is a lot that like, if I was reading it, I would be like, this is too much. You know what I mean? But because you listen to it, it you can zone out a little bit in parts. And but some of it is so interesting, but some he just like, you know, it gets really um, when he's talking about every site or a lot of sites in the States and lengths and measurements and times a year when you can see certain start, right. It just gets, it's a lot. It's a lot of info. And right? it's just him. It's not Joe Rogan. It's just Cause him. they have a great banter. Together, and at one two. point in his reading, he even messes up and they don't edit it. Okay. <laughs> Simon, awesome. that's real. We're we, done. We know you're rating it. We're done. We know what you're rating it. Yeah. We know what you're giving him. It's fives across the board, right? Well, I, I no will give him a 4.95 because I have to retain room for like, I don't know. I would have thought you were retaining room for him. Well, no, because there could be somebody better at some point. Okay. I have to retain some room. Gotcha. Okay. For uh, like, I don't know. So you give the episode I'd, a five. And imagine you give- if imagine if an alien came on Joe Rogan. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd have to rate another one after. What Elon. if the alien was a dick? I'd have to rate that episode he's a five. Put, he's putting that five on a pedestal. Okay, fine. So never <laughs> so, a five from Simon. Sometimes you got to fuck with the five. <coughs> Whoa, Kamar, what do you like give right it? now? I'll give it a five. I thought it was awesome, man. I'm, hold on. I just got I was, a I was high five, Kamar. Uh, I'll give it a five. High five. But uh, I think Graham Hancock wants the whole world to do mass amounts of uh, uh, hallucinated drugs like mushrooms Kamar. and uh, ayahuasca. They were talking about this. The one thing I want to talk about we didn't get to. Yeah, we'll talk about it in the post joke. Okay. Yeah. Remind, I, remind me. Just, you're the one trying to move it on for 20 minutes. No, I no, finally no. get them off. And then you're like, just to, regur- just to bring one thing well, back. Well, no. It's just because I, I thought it would have come up sooner, but it was the end of the podcast. Sorry, Jesse, that this didn't go deeper for you. <laughs> Mapping out the DMT world. Uh, I'm going to give it a four and a half. That's good, Matt. If you were closer to me, I'd high five you too. Yep. Well, what? Did you think I was going to give it lower than that? No, no. I just, I'm, I'm, I know that you fought me on some stuff, but uh, was, I'm glad I have to see to that fi- everybody I, I have to fight you yeah, on no, some no, stuff. Yeah, no, no, it's good. It's the, good. For sure. Like, I, listen, I liked the podcast. I like Graham Hancock. I think he needs to be put to the test. I don't even think Joe did a great job of putting him to the test. To no, because Joe's a fanboy. No, but I, I like that. I like that you didn't Jordan Peterson him. You know what I mean? No, I don't. What do you mean? Oh, no. They have amazing rep- repertoire. I mean, rapport. I don't talk nicely about Jordan Peterson, and I'm glad you didn't do that to uh, Graham Hancock. I don't like, I'm not like a Jordan Peterson fan. I don't understand the correlation there, but fine. Don't worry about it. Let's just move on. Just because I defend him when you shit talk him doesn't mean that I'm Mm -hmm. like a fan. I just think that you can simultaneously make money and have a message. Yes. Um, Okay. Like, Like this guy is doing. Yeah. 1286. Is that where we're at? I'm way off, aren't I? I think it's 1286, but I think I'm wrong at the same oh, no. time. Just give me a sec here. Because confidence is not 12, something 12, I have. 1285, 1285. Okay, I was wrong. There we go. Be real. Be real. Did we ever find out what the B stood for? Brandon. Brandon real. All right, perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, be real of Cypress Hill. You're going to go jerk one out? Is that the motion you just made? I, um, I always get uncomfortable when Joe talks about sports and music. Yeah, you mentioned that to me when you stopped by the other day. <laughs> and, and, and he and, talked about both. And right when this one started, it was like, oh, no, no. And uh, as he said, 
he uh, was saying that uh, Cypress Hill has been on top for the last... Yeah, and that just is not true. <laughs> just still going. And- I mean, I'll say this. I think what Joe was trying to say, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he was trying to say they've remained relevant. Was, was what I hope he was... <laughs> and still he's wrong. No, 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 no. They're they're legends, sorry, but icons. Yeah, they're still relevant in the sense that like... You know, they're not Wu-Tang, but they're still... If you say Cypress Hill, kids know what the fuck you're talking about. I, I suppose. Think. I know it was a, a major... Uh, huge in my life when I was like 15. Oh, of course. Or 16. I don't know. I was young, and it was so weird to have someone rapping so hard about weed. Well, that was it. They were the first true like weed group in my mind. Like I don't I remember like, another... This is, But badass or the gangster rap. Yeah, sort of feel to it. You know, you know what what's mean? funny is I never thought about it until he said it on this podcast that they were like the West Coast Chicano mixed with a New York sound because like it never dawned on me that that's what it was that Muggs was from New York because well, he was with House of Pain as well. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but that was it. Is it never dawned on me that Muggs had that East Coast sound that he brought to their kind of and it was a West Coast group. That was it. Yeah, it never dawned on me that that was really their sound that it was that weird mix-up of like because their beats were bad man they were just they were insane in the membrane when they came out yeah yeah and i mean listen they worked with the alchemist a lot too who's like a fucking legend in my opinion like he was there when they got their star for those of you that don't know they got a star on the hollywood walk of fame i think that's why he was on the show this week i have to put them in my hall of fame of hip-hop for sure but to say they're still putting out the hits oh that's insane (laughs) it was insane in the membrane (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> have you ever seen them? Yes. I've seen them at a Lollapalooza. Oh, nice. That must have been. Uh, the one he talked about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, once in Toronto at uh, Massey Hall. Sick. Yeah. I saw them with Rage. They were, they came out with a big, huge joint on stage and stuff. Yeah, dude. The- it was almost a caricature. Rage. Now, that's that was different. Well, Wu-Tang. And Ra- I saw them with Wu-Tang and Rage at Rock the Bells in New York. They brought a... S- like a nine foot bong out on stage. Yeah, yeah. Someone else had to light it. Well, like the, the, the dude up top was like hoofing on it so hard. It, it was a good, they, they did put on a good show though. I got to give him. It, it, it went ridiculous, but no, like he said, he, 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 uh, he practiced his craft and yeah, they historically all hip hop shows are the worst, but they delivered. It, it sounded like it did. Say that again. Historically, all hip hop shows are the worst. Up until I was eighteen, every hip hop show I went to was horrible. Except I saw Ice Cube at Lollapalooza, and that was good. I disagree, man. I saw a lot of good underground <laughs> acts at Babylon that put on a great live show. I also saw a lot of terrible hip hop yeah. acts for sure. I was twenty something at that point, so yeah, it probably yeah. changed by then. But I guess you're when right. When I was yeah. a kid, hip hop yeah, yeah. shows were poor. Under hip hop is the biggest music in the world now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, but when I started listening to it too, it still was underground. It still wasn't like much more underground, but still more popular. But do you know that uh, Gucci Mane is performing at TD Place for a hundred bucks a ticket? Really? Yeah. What at Lansdowne next week? Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane at Lansdowne. Yeah. Wow, that's weird. <laughs> it I is who's weird. Putting that show on. Hip hop is huge now. Yeah, I know. Shows I went to were poorly. <laughs> These guys exploded the come up and stuff, so it was really cool, but. I think they got lost talking about paintball. Paintball. Do you guys like paintball? <coughs> well, okay. I want to. Th- this is the most ironic thing in the world. When he started, am I bothering you? No, this fucking mic stand is bothering. Well, what me. you know, what you should do is move it up because it can go way the fuck up. 
You know that, right? Yeah. Untwist that thing at the bottom, yeah, move it up. That'll give you a little bit of extra height. The ironic thing to me was that's as high as you're gonna get there, I think, Simon. And then you might be able to twist the top one to get it a little higher. The ironic thing to me was um, my dad used to take us to this place called Delirium in Vanier every Sunday. And it was indoor, it wasn't paintball, it was little polyurethane balls. So you could like reuse them. But it was the same thing, it was with paintball guns and it was inside. Do they sting? Fuck yeah. yeah. Well, I'll get to that. <laughs> what was uh, what was really sweet was after going every Sunday with my dad for a while, we became like good friends with the owner and he would let us stay after hours to play with his hunting buddies and they would turn all the lights off and he would crank. This guy was a huge Cypress Hill fan, ironically. And he would crank Cypress Hill and we'd play almost in pitch black in this basement in Vanier. And I fucking, I used to love it. Like I would, I can't say I'd get into it again because it's expensive and between bowling and fucking our other bullshit. <laughs> I, pl- I played, I've played a couple of times. Yeah. And the last time I played, knowing how much it fucking hurts to get shot with those fucking things, yeah, I had a totally different, like, I just decided I'm not going to get hit with any balls, and I just commando, you know, stalk through the fucking grat. That was very gratifying. Taking less shots and being hit less, I just, you know, as opposed to, like, getting into firefights with people, it was more like uh, sniping. And Your adrenaline's going. Well, the beauty oh, it of- was so scary. Like, and you're right in get there. as stoned as possible. Oh, yeah. Yes, well, that's why you would do it. I think we should go. Well, Simon, the beauty of playing with these guys get after hours. Get a JREE team going. The beauty of playing with these guys after hours is he would, like, they have control over how hot the guns are because they have like a shooting range where they shoot the gun into this pipe and it tells you the, the feet per second, whatever. So when there's kids there or when it's like families and it's open, they keep the PSI at like a very manageable, like when you get hit, if you're wearing a sweater, it's not going to leave a mark. But when these guys would shut it down after hours and the hunters came in, they cranked the guns pretty much as hot as they would go, which is like 400 feet per second. And it's, that's, that's as fast as paintball guns, if not faster. Cause the paintball, I think has to go 200 and, 80 feet per second for it to pop i think is the and that really hurts is what you're saying i'm saying anything over 300 feet per second is gonna mm-hmm. fucking hurt or psi whatever it is but like yeah dude i remember getting hit in the pinky and the nipple one game and like it is excruciating and it makes you literally you're like oh i'm not gonna get shot next time like i'm gonna you treat it like real life when i was 15 we all uh saved up for those guns and just went and played in like the forest behind billings bridge Oh, that'd be fun. And then the cops started coming. I was gonna, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but we, we, we didn't think, like, there's no problem with kids running around with guns in the woods. Well, there <laughs> like, wasn't, bother there wasn't back then. Can I say this, though? I, I, don't like oh, the, I don't like the paintballing that Be Real does. The paintballing I would want to do is in the forest. Yeah, I agree. Or if someone bought, like, a like if someone had an abandoned, like, four-story, like, old office building, that would be the shit, like, diehard style that I could get down with. But as far as the inflatable stuff in like a, that just doesn't really see my style. It's probably a safety issue though, man. Like you're going to have desks and stuff in the diehard issue. Yeah, but you just sign, whatever, you sign a fucking useless waiver that means nothing. And then you go and you're bummed that you broke your leg. But well, no, I, I can't believe that's what he did. He started doing that to music. Yeah. <laughs> I Well, I was saying to Kamar Simon is I was like, when, when I saw that B-Real was coming on, I was like, sweet. I'd like, you know, I can't wait for some awesome tour stories or groupie stories. And then, you know, he comes on and he's 
50 years old and he's talking about how he loves paintballing and i'm like not really quite what i wanted but still entertaining it was well, but that's what he did back then it's not like um that's what he's doing now that that's what he was doing I, like he said i'd get off the plane from being on tour and go right get the limo to take me right yeah, to the yeah. fucking paintball i got balls deep addicted yeah to it's just like it's like joe and uh, i preferred the woodstock stories is all mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yes, right. Like right, that, yeah. I preferred hearing about than the paintball. Oh no, but I get for, it. It's his, listen, it's his passion. Listen, I did not think that we were going to be talking about paintball. Yeah, be real. When that started, that's not where I thought that podcast. Keep was in mind, though, go. when they started talking about, it, I was like, "This is out of left field." I'm interested. Mm-hmm. And again, it's his passion. Whatever, that's all good. But like no, I said, I had no problem with. Once that. he started talking about Woodstock, I was like, "Oh, this is something I can get down with." Because again, I've told this story many times. My dad had that stolen black box where we got pay per view on loop. So when Woodstock, Woodstock was on pay-per-view. So I watched three days of Woodstock live for free. And I remember watching all that shit go down and it was fucking mental. But to fucking be there and perform would have been absolutely nuts. Dude, when they're ripping his shoes off, that is one of the funniest videos. Because you, you didn't watch the episode, Simon? No. Oh, they show the video and like, dude, he would have gotten killed. He shows he's holding his shirt and he says, he's like, you see me holding my shirt there? He's like, I would have gotten choked out. The it's insane. People are nuts. I saw we pulled up the crowd though, the pictures of the crowd. It is fucking mental. It looks like a island, like a legitimate island of people. Yeah. Well, Jamie pulled up the photo of the park of them shutting down the highway with the cars. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Eh? Did you see the photo? I did. Yeah. It it uh, it's fucked. My- well, that what chaos? Like that's like apocalypse style chaos. Yeah. Where people are just fucking parking their cars anywhere they want. And- I love too, Jamie. Like they sold one hundred eighty six thousand tickets, but there was an estimated five hundred and thirty thousand yeah. people. Crazy, there. but th- crazy. That was my issue with it. Is it's not even close to the biggest concert. Because I know Oasis did two shows back-to-back over two days. Where, at Wembley? No, in a field, 250,000 people. Well, like, this was more. Just for Oasis. There was no festival. It was yeah, just fine. That. No, no, but, but they're this saying this is, is the biggest 000. show. Rod Stewart performed for 3.5 million people in Rio de Janeiro. The top 20 concerts are over a million people. Yeah, uh, the Foo Fighters. Dude, the Foo Fighters played for like a million people in New Zealand. And the show registered on the Richter scale. Well, it's crazy. So, yeah, it's crazy to think it was like to perform in front of 500,000 people. But I thought there was way bigger costs than that. I will say this. There's nothing to me. There's nothing. There's absolutely not a single thing in this world, whether it's making movies, writing books, uh, hitting a home run in the World Series. I don't think there's anything that could compare to performing music in front of. A half million, a million, whatever the fuck. Like when you, even those old Guns N' Roses concerts or like uh, ACDC where there's like 250,000, it's just like, and they're all, dude, that to me is like, the energy. It's, I can't imagine the ego you would get from that shit. Like I, I totally get how all those guys end up being fucking big headed rock stars. I mean, it's, Everyone screw we love you dude that is and like you just rock it out yeah. of course that's the like, dream i am not a musician at all and that gives me a little chub just thinking about like standing on a stage and having a half million people sing a song you wrote like like knowing like imagine being queen that gives you a chub but finding out that fucking nothing we've had civilizations for does nothing 50, for me thousand years <laughs> doesn't nope. fucking do nothing that makes it move a bit god that gives damn me a it chub. You agree? Oh, fuck, of course. Thank you. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, I don't get that. Yeah, but come on. I I mean, think about it, Simon. You and I are totally different people. Mm, mm. I did feel, though, that... uh, 
I don't want to. Might have been feeling the effects of the high. Did you? I didn't. If you saw it, he was fucking. He had no eyes. Well, I'm sure they were fucking. (laughs) They were definitely high for sure. But be real, smokes. I don't. I don't want to get stuck on this. Okay. Because that's not what this one should be about. But I did find it interesting when they were talking about Ohio and how the deal in Ohio with the legal weed is they can only sell it through four Four distributors. And I was just like, yeah, that sounds a lot like what we're dealing with up here. Mm -hmm. No, that's pretty much exactly Uh, what we're dealing with I know. You're fucking Uh bullshit, dumb motherfuckers, man. Anyways, I don't want to get stuck on it. We got got. Let's, uh, Let's move on. With uh, be real, yeah, weed Ooh, is a real way, contentious point on this podcast. I never got to say how much I liked Cypress Hill. They were like right oh, in you my. Oh, we, right yeah, we, we, we sucked Cypress Hill's yeah, dick I know, for the first. I, I, I had to go to the bathroom. Be a real just, worship uh, session. And and that Captain Kirk was a fucking paintballer. Yeah, that's crazy. He had had that huge tournament, but he didn't really play. Did you hear him? Yeah, he just sat, in the sat himself in the castle, yeah. and he'd fucking snipe people. Um, yeah, that was insane. There's something oh, yeah. over on the bluff. And I want to talk about um, that fucking giant bridge in the Grand Canyon where people keep trying to take fucking uh, selfies of themselves. Oh, and they keep dying. And keep dying. Mm. So 12 people died last year. That's what he made uh, Jamie look up. But a bunch of them were because they had heart attacks going out there. Totally and different. Totally different, for sure. But still... What the, if, the like, expansion, just expansiveness take the, overwhelms take the goddamn them. thing down, you know, or put up a make them check ID or something. I don't know. What is checking ID going to do over a certain age? You just can't go look. Well, that's discriminatory. Oh, well, well, I'm just, sorry, Matt, but better that than fucking twelve people a year having a heart if, attack. What if all Who twelve gives a people shit? Weigh, have a heart attack? Anyway? What if all twelve people weigh over five hundred pounds? What if they're all ninety years old? Yeah. Who well, gives a fuck? As long as it's not Hold on. Who cares? There's 360 million Americans. They need to cut that number in half. So they act, they should build 50 more bridges in that fucking park and hope that more people die. <laughs> much much more interesting than that is these two get onto flat earth for a while. And it made me want to... I Really, where where, where do you land on that, Kamar? I, I he think thinks the earth is an apple core. I think, I think it's, it's round. You believe it is round? Yeah, it has to be. I saw it on the news the other day. But we haven't been to space. We've been to space. We Man, haven't landed on the moon. Come on the here. story they told us. Oh, my God. No, don't get into the moon debate. We're trying to the sell The story they no, told no, us just, is not the I'm truth. Because I thought at one point that you inferred to me that we lived in some sort of like dome. No. No, I presented and that the as fervor. a theory. He said the ferverment. And that's what ferment, the, ferment. Sorry. That's what the Nazi uh, rocket scientist has on his... Gotcha. I was just stating this is what Werner von Braun. And you know what? I'll just theories on the table. That's all gonna, I was saying. Here, you, I'll save you. everyone the moon debate because we never actually got to it. Kamar actually thinks that we landed on the moon five years before they got I there. I just think they're not telling the truth. Yeah, we, never, well, that, we never got to that. That now Remember, that, we never got to that. We got right. to that. That's how it ended. No, we did not no, get to that. It ended with my weird uh theory. We never got to that. Fucking Stop talking thing. about it. Well, that kills his whole argument. Stop talking about it. We gotta, we, yeah, we're trying to, to sell this real. thing. Back sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, that's a great fucking teaser, man. Yeah, there you go. Available tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I forgot all about? Go Wash on. pits. How do you forget? I still have like two concussions from them. I just, we used to go into a lot of mosh pits. Yeah. Oh, uh, mosh How that was even a thing back in the day. <laughs> it still at least, is a, at least so Kamar stood bonkers. a chance. It still is a thing. I went in a mosh pit last year yeah. at uh, Blues Fest and lost my phone. Mm-hmm. Smacked around. I got a, my eye split open. 
The craziest time is actually life, not mosh crazy. pits. It's hardcore shows where the kids just spin their arms like uh, windmills and just like walk in circles trying to bash each other. It's fucking loopy. But the when other, I used to work at bars, I'd watch them all the time. The other thing nuts. is when you're in that mob, it's like 10 degrees, 15 degrees hotter than it is outside. And... Um, I'm trying to talk here, man. I Pass was, the joint. What's wrong with you? This is how we do it. I'm going to get a joint spoon. A this big... guy can't do two things at once. Actually, if any... If that, any is, that is true. If we have any listener that's a woodworker, could you maybe make us a five foot long spoon that we can use to pass joints? I have a, something called a freeloader fork, which is an extendable fork. <laughs> oh, that might work. Yeah, that might work. That we, might could, work. we could jimmy rig that. Hmm. But, anyways, but if someone wants to make us a custom JRE wooden one, yeah, well, have them send it to you. We'll give you a free Patreon account. As I was saying, Sorry. Uh, in those mobs of people, <laughs> it's 15, 20 degrees hotter. Like, not only are they dancing or moshing or beating each other up, they're fighting for air. Yeah, so it nuts. creates a constant energy that's it's the best, man. I'll mosh this year at Offspring. The craziest, I, I, I is, fast. the craziest is when those crowds get fucking out of hand and they start like crushing each other. That's when it's fucked. <laughs> we know what like, Joe's you, does. It's funny how this was going to be me reminiscing about <laughs> mosh pits, but no. <coughs> Kamar, it's just yesterday. Last <laughs> week. When was the last time you moshed? Like in, I don't know, 25 years ago? Yeah. 30 years it's ago? It's amazing, eh? No, 25 years ago. 25 years ago, yeah. Probably. Uh, it's better when you're bigger, but you can't crowd surf. That's probably only, 15 that's years ago. I was never big on the, the crowd surfing. I was the biggest crowd, crowd surfing. Crowd surfing was fun. I was light, too, so I was the oh, perfect yeah. candidate. No, I, I, was, oh, I was light, too. That was the yeah. problem. Yeah, it was like, too good no, it was the you. Best. You could end up somewhere totally I loved fucking. that. That was the best. <laughs> I was at a, uh, Lollapalooza, 18,000 people, and they just push you on top, and you just see, you're, and they roll you, and you go like 10 feet over on top of people. Dude, I remember crowd, I literally crowd surf for 15 minutes once because I'm so light. It's just the best thing ever. I, I, that's the one thing I wish I could do still. You know what I find about rappers sometimes? Oh, I can't it, wait for this. I cannot. That, whatever you're about to say is pure gold. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's wrong. It's only my opinion. But like you'll get a rapper and he'll have made good money off a song back in the day. And the song is probably because it was made back in the day. It's either like cheesy or it's about like, you know, doing harm to somebody or to the police or to whoever, you know what I mean? But okay. then now when they look back on it or when they're, cause you know, a lot of them have become like better individuals <laughs> later on in life. Like this guy too, be real too. And when they look back at some of their older stuff, I think they kind of like make it something it's not. Give me an example. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't know if um, NWA does this, but it would be like if they started saying, yeah, fuck the police was a huge um, uh, statement about, you know, like I know Oppression. it, I know it was some sort of statement, but mostly it was four dudes who were hassled by the cops and who were writing a song telling them to go fuck themselves you know like i just I, I think you're making a weird statement though to say what you're pretty much saying is like this 40 year old feels differently now than they did when they were 20 that's an obvious statement like no the, no no uh, yes is that not what you're saying well, i'm saying they just romanticize <clears throat> when they become smart enough to see that their songs may have just been you know tripe they try and romanticize them by giving them some sort of, and I, it's not just rappers. It's, 
I guess all artists in that. You know who doesn't get enough credit is uh, Ice T. Mm, Does he? I think he gets just the right amount of credit. No, no. You guys don't remember before he was an actor for everything like Colors. Oh, well, Colors was good. Was a crazy song, and him bragging about being a pimp and stuff. Like, it was just, it, it was one of the first guys to do it and be slick about it. I'm not saying it's amazing, but it was so influential. And Colors was such a badass song, man. Well, I, I just love that movie. I used to sing that song all, all the time. And come on, I don't knows, think anyone would disagree and, that Ice-T was influential. Huge. I, no, I think he was. Gr- I think he was good. I just think he gets the right amount of credit, that's exactly especially what I was for what he's become now. Okay, ice, I just Ice T or Cool G Rap. Cool G Rap all okay. fucking day. Okay, but we're talking about rap. But you're talking about like I'm talking about rap. As far as rappers, rapper, Cool yeah. G Rap was a far better rapper far better than rapper. Ice T. Absolutely. Far better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Leaps and bounds, but more influential. Ice T for yeah, sure. I agree, but Ice T's still in the lexicon. He's well, still out there. That's I mean, why you got to give it Ice T. But fuck, you just, could say Flavor Flav maybe over Cool G Rap. But well, I mean, Cool G Rap was probably one of the top ten rappers in the nineties. When I was a kid, that was a scary rap song, <clears throat> like that sort of in the vein of like Shook Ones or anything so like. Ominous. But rap was scary back then. There was, was a lot was, of some of it was hip hop, hippity hop. Like okay, but there was a lot more. The scary rap was the one that resonated with me, and Ice T was one of the first scary songs. And I think I you don't have uh, Cypress Hill without Ice T. <laughs> did you guys talk about how B Real's voice isn't really his voice? We did not touch on that at all. No, I did not know that. Yeah, I just figured that he was a dude. Oh, you never a heard him speak. Fucking high voice. <clears throat> no, but he had to learn. He had to figure out how to. They, Simon, they have you never seen his you, his show? No. Oh, it's dude. He just sits in his car with other rappers, and they get fucking. They just smoke copious amounts of. Yeah, dope. no. I thought he wanted, you know. Had oh like wow, a, no. Like, so when, so when he like, started talking at the beginning of this podcast, you I were just blown very, away. I was very confused. Okay, and it totally made sense when he when told he the whole it, yeah. story. I thought that was the neat, only how that wasn't what he wanted, and how he got pigeonholed into it. Yeah. But he was like, okay, I'll just. Well, make he just it didn't work. want to write other people's music. Well, yeah, no shit. The only thing we got into was how. Uh, their D- DJ Muggs was from the East Coast and they were from the West Coast. I said, so, well, the I said I had so never different. really put my finger on it until he said it, that the sound was so interesting because it was that West Coast Chicano kind of rap with mm-hmm. East Coast DJ Muggs beats, which made it very, like a super interesting Cypress sound. Cypress Hill had time. some scary songs. Fuck so yeah. So ominous. Duke, 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 Duke. They were awesome, man. Illusions was a great fucking song. I'm having illusions, all this confusions, fucking me up in my mind. They definitely never fell off, but I just felt like Joe was talking like they were like still at the top of the charts. Killing it. I guess he's just giving praise to anyone who's just still doing it. Yeah, I mean, Joe also stuff. still like. I mean, know. is Cypress Hill is still actively putting out oh, albums and touring? And albums, I don't know, but I know they're touring they're definitely Prophets st- of Rage. Right. Yeah, 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 I know. Different the, I, they incarnations. Oh, yeah. Well, no, he. Be Real does more work on other projects. Like he was part of like Coca Nostra with Ill Bill and uh, I think one of the guys from Jedi Mind Tricks. So he's done like other side projects. He's still around. As far as Cypress Hill, I don't think they've put out an album in quite some time. They definitely still do spot dates and shit. Why not? People still want to hear Insane in the Membrane. People still want to hear Kill a Man. You know what I mean? Like there's... How much, how much better do you think, um, I, I mean, I know he gave props to some BC weeds, which was ne- neat to hear some of the strains that we smoke being mentioned. Is Jack hair? 
Well, he's Jack the, Herrera. He's a person. He's but that's a strain as well. Is he from BC? No, no. I don't think he mentioned us. He said California weed. But that was neat to hear that but how much better do you think uh la weed is than what we smoke i've been there I've oh smoked yeah it. it's how much same. better it is the same even the best like stuff yeah i, I only LA. bought the triple a i went to the dispensary and it was no better and i than only smoke here. i only bought the top top like i the guys so like, it was a little bit better it's different but the same Simon, we get insane weed. Yeah, no, I don't no, know. No, I, I just, don't know how else to tell you this. Okay, no, I'm just trying to like qualify where the rest of the world is at. You know what I'm saying? Well, think about it like this: Canada, like the BC, has always been in the top two or you're three growing regions but do you, in the world. But do you think Ontario? I like, know we get BC weed, and I know this because right, when I lived yeah, in BC, yeah. I knew yeah, the guys yeah, that I know, were. I know, I know, I know. You know, not sure. to get into it on the air. No, but no, yeah. for sure, for sure. For Are you sure. concerned the weed you're getting is not good enough? No, no, I'm not. No, he's just but trying to compare. Do it you to, also think that? I mean, it, listen. If you're getting jungle boys, if you're the getting, guys in BC knew how to grow a weed, so then the guys in Ontario knew how to grow it too, right? Because of the, whole the rats. Rat <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but I mean, we're close enough that they would have been actually passing on information For to sure. each other. But yeah. in general, BC is a an incredible region to Climate, grow outdoor yeah. weed, indoor weed, whatever. It's the same idea it's as Humboldt Murder County. Mountain. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's just it's all the same. It's in that that. Rainforest. They talk about Humboldt, and I, yeah. I think that would just be an extension. But there, like we said back when we did Murder Mountain mm -hmm. back episode, whatever the fuck that was, it wasn't too um, long. There must be up if you drive from like Murder Mountain, Humboldt County, County all the, all way, the to way up to BC. There must be fucking like. 500 Humboldt count or whatever you know what I mean well just think it about this all over the fucking just place. think about this spot. for a second if if California grows it's not I think it's 90% of the produce for the US then do the math on how much marijuana comes from that strip that we're talking about from Humboldt up to BC it's probably again 90% of the marijuana in North America I just I just fucking because like you don't find there's no Mexican dirt weed anymore. You just don't find that shit. I just had a thought that like blew my fucking brain. What? Listen to this. I heard it. <laughs> that same region that we're talking about. Yeah. From. Yeah, yeah. From like. Yep. Is the most sightings of Bigfoot. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> wait. Just hear me out. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Bigfoots are actually smugglers of marijuana. And they're dressed like that because underneath their fucking fur coat, dope. they have tons of weed. And that's what people keep seeing is Dude, just right fucking now, this cartel of uh, of weed smugglers from Humboldt all the way up to BC. Right now, there's 10 smugglers listening that are like, Dude, well, we got to go kill this yeah, guy. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. I sh I I'll edit it out. Yeah, okay. okay, good. Is that what, the Humboldt 7? What minute is this? It's the Humboldt 8. The Humboldt 8. Yeah, no, but that, hey, that's not bad, man. No, but to answer your question, Simon, again, if you, go, if you go to California, if you go to LA and you get the best of the best of the best, I mean, you know, it's probably going to be slightly better than what we're getting on mm -hmm. the regular, but, but we're also we not paying what yeah. they're paying. Yeah, yeah. Like no, that I Jungle Boy that. shit is like fucking 350 bucks an ounce. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. We're paying fucking 200 Canadian. What, what's the tax if you were to buy it at the store? Do you just pay HST? It's just whatever. Here, I haven't bought. I haven't bought legal or whatever. Yet. I don't know. Because they're being taxed forty percent in the states. It's the same here, I think. We get it's the oh yeah. You I see? think they. I think they. But it's all the steps, the Simon. That's the thing. It's like I don't cigarettes. think it's forty percent at the point of sale. 
is the point. Right. It's built into it's the It's built price, in all yeah. the way up from every. And then you pay the and sales And then you pay tax. at the point of sale. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. And I think it's 18% at point of sale in California, I believe, which is still halfway to 40, right? Yeah. I don't think I did a great job when I was explaining those bags to you guys. Oh my God, he's back, back to Hancock. Wait episode. till the post, Joe. I will, I will. Just remind me. The to, bags with the serpent? Yeah, I, yes. I want to show them to you because it's like so freaky how similar he they are. He shows is. them. I watched the episode. Oh, you did? Yeah, okay, terrific. But Jamie there's a pulls snake it up. involved every time. <laughs> Guys, what is, wait till the post, Joe. We're on Be Real, okay, all right? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Be real, be real. Um, <laughs> I want to go back to Woodstock for a sec because. Okay. Uh, I mean, it was fucked. A lot of babies. A lot of babies. Yeah, but also like I went, it made me go back right away while he was talking about it uh, and to watch Limp Biscuit again. Like I'm not a Limp Biscuit fan at all, but it was fucking mayhem when they were. Have you ever been, I was just going to ask, have you ever been to a show A that has had like, or anywhere where there's been so many people that it has physically made you uncomfortable? Well, I, first of all, I always have panic attacks in large crowds well, I was just now gonna say i hate crowds so that i'm the answer for me is yes i've thrown up at two blues fests okay so you don't do well yeah. kamar we know it doesn't bug you because you tried to pull me onto that subway where nobody could I'm even fucking breathe <clears throat> no but i well that's different because i used to take i used to live in new york and i took subways every day where you couldn't breathe they well, were like then you'd be puking the all the time no there's something about the motion of the crowd and smoking pot that has to do with it as okay, well. This is my next question. Have you ever been at a show or something where something has gone like awry, awry and you've had that feeling of, okay, I'm around a lot of people and I need to get safe. Well, don't forget at blues fest. That fucking stage came down three years ago there? and killed someone. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine if you were, no, but I'm saying that that's as close yeah, to, you know. I mean, that's not quite what I'm talking no. about because that, you know, you run out to the sidewalk and you're away from, well, Simon, I was stuff. telling Kamar when I saw Cypress Hill live, I think there was like a hundred, maybe 150,000 people. It was Wu-Tang, uh, Rage Against the Machine, Cypress Hill. Yeah. And then the list from there was, Do those, that was where, sorry, in New York at a rap show. Randall Island like, rocked uh, the bells. It was a big outdoor one day festival. What's the security like at those shows? It was tight. Yeah. There's a lot of security. It was also on an island, which well, was smart of them. No, that to me is way more scary. Like No, no, no. You're stuck on an island? No, no. It wasn't was like a fairy island. At, like there's a um, Yeah, I see what you're saying. At um I didn't watch that documentary, the Fire Island one or whatever the fuck that's called. Okay. But were there riots on there? Oh or no, there was, was enough just, people to riot. It was it was riots and it was mayhem, not riots. You know, one of the things I think, but you, where like people like turning on each other and fighting, and, somewhat, and, yes, yeah. I think you're more referring to the possibility of access and that people could just get crushed. Yeah, yeah. When there's so many people, because they just had the anniversary of that soccer stadium, eh? Oh shit! Do you remember yeah. when that happened? Yeah, that was crazy. The whole side yeah, was yeah. getting crushed. That was crazy. They didn't know. Yeah, and everyone just cheering, and then oh. all of a sudden they started stripping off. Uh, ads on the side of the uh, field and like what are they doing and they're like rushing to get bodies and they're just running with bodies because they had locked the doors yeah that's brutal man. well dude it's funny because I so my YouTube is on my YouTube's on autoplay so after that Limp Biscuit video played of them playing at Woodstock it autoplayed to a video I guess they had played in Australia at this that's when they called- were lighting the fires right that was during that was, Biscuit? I think that was the next year after Corn, oh, okay, where they sorry. burnt the whole place to the ground. It just went insane. But in Australia, Limp Biscuit played at this festival called Day Out, I think it's called. Big Day Out. Big Day Out. That's it, Kamar. Yes, there. thank you. 
Limp Bizkit played to like a half million people in Big Day Out and uh, a bunch of people. I thought, sorry, one girl died of a heart attack, um, but like people were getting crushed just because everyone was rushing the stage and they had zero security and they didn't have that T-bar, that T-barrier up that they always put up. It just and, became a sea of impossibility. And that was it, yeah. And and Fred Durst made it worse because the, the security's asking, they're like, please, can you stop the show and ask everyone to back up? And he's like, fuck these security guards. These guys are fucking idiots. That is always concerning when you're at a show and you see that, like when the singer's like, whoa, like in the middle of a song, we're like, whoa, because he can see like, well, that's it. Fucked up. It's happened a couple well, times. Well, they show they sh- exactly the show. They showed Big Day Out. The group of four was the Chili Peppers. I saw. I was there for the Chili Peppers. And they showed Anthony Kiedis like stop the show, and yes. he's like, "Guys, people are getting hurt up here. Like, yes. I'm not going to continue until we fucking get this a shit in times order." He stopped. Yeah, no. And they show they're like, "This is what a professional does." Fred Durst did the opposite. On a, on a different concert note, we were talking the it's other day funny. about that girl talk show where uh, our buddy turned to you and said. I want that beach ball. They had that. Kamar, that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. You don't seen remember in my life. that, Kamar? Her daddy? You were so high. At Girl what Talk. What were you on? And oh, yes. yes don't worry. Okay, whatever. On a, fucking, a lot of stuff. A cocktail of different things. Because I can tell you, I was on the same okay. cocktail. I was on and mushrooms. We you were, were so on all high. sorts yeah, of different yeah. drugs. Anyways, um, but yeah, I turned to Kamar and said, We want that ball. No, 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 hold and on. And you went and got that ball. It wasn't a ball. I want to describe it to yeah, listeners. Yeah, wasn't it a giant, giant ball? No, no. It was so Girl Talk had uh, obviously a crazy live show if you've ever seen them, but it was like it, the way I would describe it, Simon, is like eight bed sheets sewn together and then inflated as a giant pillow that said girl talk okay it, it was w- a giant something inflatable yeah but it was it wasn't a ball it was literally more of like a mattress like because a huge air it. mattress the point being is this thing gets out into the crowd and we're about 100 feet back from the stage like a group of like 15 of us we're all smoking joints in the very back row and our friend who has his video camera leans to kamar and says and he's probably the most sober he says kamar i want that balloon and before i can even think to laugh kamar's gone and I can see him parting the crowd. And then I just see his giant palm grab the bottom of this fucking pillow. And the next thing I know, the pillow is making its way through the crowd. That was, I've never laughed that hard in my life, Kamar. You made me laugh harder than I've ever laughed that day. That was the best concert I've ever been to. Yeah, but it was also the group we were with. <laughs> and I've been to like really good shows, but that one was just so fun. Yeah, we, we, there was something about that We could show. have been rich if we had better camera angles. Don't forget, it was the it was triple bogey time. It was, it, it yeah. was the group of people lot, we were with. A lot was going on. Yeah, yeah it's one of our friends had gone batshit crazy and he was there acting nuts. Remember he was on stage at yeah, one point? He got up on the stage. It was the best. It was the best. <laughs> it was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. Yeah, it was the worst of times. What I want to say is crazy. They're talking about how there's Woodstock this year. It's the 50th no, anniversary. They're doing it again. It just got canceled. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they had lineups and everything. Jay Z. People everybody. would die. There's no like, why risk lives for a show? I think the t- ticket sales weren't there. Yeah, that's because people are like, I don't want to watch. I don't want people to die, and I don't want to sleep in the mud for a month. I just look at it like there's better festivals. Like if you can go to Coachella. Why not? But it was supposed to happen. It just got canceled today. Hot take. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Sign what you're looking at there, buddy. I was just seeing what I had left for uh, our friend Brandon Real, but uh, <laughs> I don't got a lot. I believe it's Real. Brandon, <laughs> Brandon Real. Real. Brandon Real. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, where where are we? Uh, 
We're past two. Well, well past. So yeah, I mean, right, I'm, if you want to wrap it up, well, no, fine. I mean, I, I'm just otherwise it's stories about ourselves because I got no, that's nothing fine. else. On I mean, side. I okay, go ahead and rate it. That's fine. We can end it. No, no, no. Like whatever you want, whatever you want. I, well, you're the one with the notes. If your notes are done, yeah, right. I don't remember too much more from it. Yeah. It wasn't a terrible episode. It was no, it wasn't. But they just, you know, it just he it was just two it, guys shooting the shit. Really, yeah. it was what it was. He had been on before. Yeah. Did you say he was? Yeah, he had been on before for sure. Makes sense too. He's a weed smoker. Yeah, and I hadn't heard that one either because we were talking today about how I had never seen. I want to double check that. Um, Immortal technique, technique was on. Who's twice. been on twice before? And Kamar, get this. He was on like episode two forty, and then like two fifty-six. Yeah, two sixty-two or something. Have you ever gone back into the one hundreds? No. It's like it's tough. Red band, <laughs> Shafir, Shafir, Red band. Uh, uh, Segura, Segura. Uh, I mean, that's what it would be like for us, right? Like, that's great though to see where all of those guys have ended it's up. So like, that's really cool. It's so interesting to stick see. with Joe from the start, and uh, you're going places, baby. Simon, I don't know if you know this too, but real quick, your mom's house—they had on the try it out guy. They had a phone interview with him Dude, this week. I saw that. <laughs> like, what is going on? Did Incredible. they have a phone interview or was he in studio? No, they had a phone interview. Yeah, phone interview. And honestly, you've I, Tom was like a kid. He was so excited. But what is what is that guy even like? Everything he says he is, but Dude, he just puts on. I didn't watch it. I just saw that he was on. Did you watch it? Like you saw the interview I saw the with him? I watched the first five minutes and then I had to, what to get exa- on to something. So is he just a dude who fucks Listen, dudes? Listen, you got to watch it. Tom asks all these questions. Okay, I can't say he prefers black gentlemen. He does, yeah. I'll check it out. He I don't know why. That. I'm gonna. To, oh, I meant to ask you earlier. Did either of you see that guy who Simpsonized all of, he did all of the Joe Rogan, Joe, Jamie, uh, Will, uh, Bill Burr. I was going to say Wilbur and then, uh, Wilbur. That's funny. And then he did like your mom's house and it's really funny. I'll show you after. That's yeah. Unbelievable. It's very clever. That's fantastic. Oh, and what I was going to say is Segura. Have you seen those things where that guy has put his face on, on um, uh, Garth Brooks? It's it incredible. is so fucking good. Yeah. It's like incredible. it's so that's what they can do now. Yeah, dude, you can, I have that program, yeah, Adobe what, Premiere. What I could do feel that. It's so good to do that. I'm gonna learn. I'm telling you, I'm dedicating the next five years Whoa, of my life it's to on that the tape. Shit. We got it recorded. We got to learn Workshop, baby. Yeah, me it. and you, man. I'm telling you, Photoshop first, and then yeah. Adobe Premiere. Yeah. It's the most exciting thing. All right, ever. I, I get, spend I, the money on this bullshit. By the way, Be Real was on number 189. Wow, right yeah. at the start. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. So Joe likes <clears throat> him some old rappers, man. Well, no, I mean, again, Joe, he had access. They're both in L.A. He smokes pot. Yeah, yeah, no, I just we're forgetting about the story too. They both had the same weed. They both had no. We're forgetting the story too. They both had the same medical marijuana guy in L.A. Yeah, they, they were the both like, doctor. oh, doctor, fucking whatever. Yeah, well, and he was, real's number four. He was like the OG patient number guy, four, right? He was. Yeah, he's the first. Yeah, yeah. The, um, the celebrities back in the day. I just love how he was describing his uh, the waiting room. It was exactly what I thought. I just always like. it always fucking amazes me that Joe didn't start smoking weed until he was thirty. Oh, it's probably the way to do it. Well, no, I just, uh, I just, it's just weird. No, but really think about it. Become successful, get your shit together, yeah, and sure. then for get sure. a weed problem. For sure. Brilliant. I wish I had done it that way. Or a weed solution. I'm doing it backwards. Or a weed solution. Yeah, exactly. Uh, amazingly, we've gone way over time. That's with two if guests. you want to be rich, Matt, and you just want to be happy, bro. I don't want to be either. I, give I it can't a four. be either. I can't be. You, you give it a four, it a Simon? Uh, be real. I give a four as well here. Yeah. I give it a three and a half. Oh, right. The episode. Yeah. 
Well, I forgot what we were doing there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I'll stick with the four. Okay. Um, and final thoughts. We didn't do final thoughts on Hancock. Yes, either. you did. hundred percent. Well, and we final just, thoughts on be real. I mean, Cypress Hill's classic yeah, yeah. legends. Yeah. I thought he, legends. he, that was a really easy guy to listen to. Yeah. For he sure. wasn't pompous. He wasn't, no. he was just seemed like a good no, guy with cool there, stories he's happy and to be there. smoked a ton of weed and fucking right on. Again, I always, this is how I, this I is my hear. rating system would love to sit beside him on an airplane. Like just seemed like super chill guy yeah, down to earth. I'd much rather it be like uh, somewhere where we could smoke weed though. Oh, naturally. On an airplane. But I would assume that I would develop a rapport with him over the flight. Like. And uh, then he would invite me to smoke marijuana like wherever we landed. would say a hot tub. A hot tub. Oh, okay. there, there, there have been much bigger concerts than five. I, I would very much like be real to like me. Hold on. I want to make a point too, Kamar. You went as far as to comment on Joe Rogan's fucking Instagram <laughs> yeah. that Rod Stewart had played for 3 million people. Yeah. Kamar went that far. You saw, Oh, you see it. Cause you, I see it. Cause Kamar. I follow Kamar. I should have done that. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed so hard. Did anyone respond to you? Oh no. I no, uh, got blocked. <laughs> I noticed that, uh, your morning weather, report now has an intro is that interesting i'm playing around some stuff <laughs> interesting i got i got and some. and you're doing toronto now too uh, we get a request for uh, other cities well we're sponsoring it too don't oh, forget right yeah, i didn't the know checks that. in the mail come on yeah. but uh, yeah i got an injection of capital so i'm spending <laughs> on an intro song hilarious all right so let's rate this episode we just did oh what fuck am i high? one more all time. right we're ending this episode right. That's i give him a three Oh my god! <laughs> All right. Um, thanks so much for listening. As usual, uh, as we said in the intro, if you want to uh, send us an email, it's uh, jrepodcast at gmail Join the subreddit, however that works. Just search jree podcast. I'm sure you'll figure it, it out. Sounds before we scary, can. but it's not. They tell me I'm actually starting to understand Reddit. I'm enjoying it. It's, it's becoming my favorite social media thing. Well, the front page is just like any other thing. It's a news feed, but yeah, but it's the, like the interaction with the upvotes and everything. It doesn't seem as curated. It seems very random. Is yeah, more of the point. Yeah, that's um, you guys should check out mine. And yeah, if you get on the subreddit, it's uh, mines. Oh, sorry. Back to the business. Yeah, back to what we're doing here. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Jerry Podcast. Uh, you can follow Kamar at Kamar Babar, and uh, the Patreon. Don't forget patreon.com slash jree podcast where uh, the moon debates going up may 1st so it's going to cost you a whole dollar a u.s dollar if you want to jump on that please do otherwise uh, thank you so much it's unbelievable it's going to be crazy it's just a appreciate your support that's it uh yeah we love you guys thanks for listening and uh we'll see you on the post show aliens could be real goodbye